0: We're live. Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast with me Jolene and Busy Blue.
1: I'm looking rad red today though.
0: You are looking good. Like <laughs> we're both wearing red today. What is up with that? We didn't
1: even coordinate this. We did not coordinate this. You know, we're just in sync with each other. Mm-hmm. As we started texting each other more and more, especially yep. about Nelson, Oh my uh. gosh. We have to talk
0: about that. <laughs> yeah. You guys know what we do a little bit up front. We do a little gab, a little kiki, if you will. And then sometimes we talk about unsolved mysteries and then we get into the Real Housewives of Potomac. And tonight we're going to be talking about episodes. What did I say? Episodes 10 through 12, which I think we can get through. As
1: our- Wait, is it 10 through 12? Yeah.
0: Right. Did, what did I say wrong?
1: Sure. Sure. Okay.
0: Did I miss one? <laughs>
1: No, I, 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 who knows? We're going to talk, you guys, and you're going to be here. You're going to listen.
0: You are going to listen. Also, shout out to everyone joining us live. Make sure you like this video. Make sure you sub. Make sure you sub to Busy Blue as well. I got the link in the description. So easy. And I have our little follow us on Instagram. Yeah. I would love it.
1: Hey, follow, um, follow us on Instagram. Follow the Married to uh, Bravo on Twitter. Dude,
0: our Married to Bravo Instagram is almost, it's getting close to 10,000 followers, and then I can do the swipe up.
1: Oh my which, god, I wish that was money.
0: Which I know exactly, exactly. <laughs> which would be amazing. Um also getting close to 10,000 subs on this channel, which I'm like, I can't believe it. I, I know it, and you say
1: you have a surprise for well, once you get I was about to start making fake pages just to subscribe cuz I want to know what the surprise is. I might be lying. And I, I hope have- that they have reliable internet whoever the surprise is. <laughs>
0: understandable
1: understandable oh, before we get into it and i hate to do this in front of all these people who are watching maybe 12 20 i'm not sure i don't see the numbers um where's wh- what's going on i don't the switch up and for those who are listening to this on the podcast first of all how are you second of all mm-hmm. Why are you not watching us live on YouTube? This is getting very disrespectful. I talk about this every single week. Just slap me across the face because at this point, that's what you're doing. But if you were here, you would be able to notice and see and tell. You'll be shocked, surprised, and taken aback. Jolene has not not a purple wig on, not a green wig on, not an orange wig on. She's wearing no wig. She's giving us all natural you know she must be born with this she sure is this is not maybelline Mm. this is true (laughs) and i need to know what's happening jolene
0: well um let's see it's getting hotter in the desert my Uh wigs are making me sweat my party city wigs and i return i'm returning the two that i got and I did wear the green one that Chell said made me look like our crazy alcoholic neighbor in L.A. Uh-huh. I did wear it once. And uh-huh. some people complimented it. But I think it's because I pushed it down and I put headphones over it. But it wasn't a good look. And then the blonde one from last week, it had lots of issues. So I'm just kind of rocking this natural hair with, um, you know, the grays are I'm looking at like highlights now.
1: I'm here for it. You know, I, I saw a video of Ted Cruz. So random today, right? Are you the I saw a Cruz? video of Ted Cruz. <laughs> And I was like, he's looking kind of silver foxish. No, busy. Yes, you need a jail. <laughs> <laughs> I was Bruce like, oh, he's demo. looking little, he's looking a little silver foxish. I was like, okay, you know, I'm working too much if I'm starting to think that. But I was looking at him and he was giving it to Mitch McConnell, and I was like, he's looking a little silver foxish. Okay. <laughs> then I then I had to get back to like real life, but I was like, oh. I was because I, I was on Twitter and I was saying what Kim Kardashian was Ooh. saying about her husband. Oh,
0: we might have to make a quick little leap of commenting on kind of what's going on um, there. But I, I did pull up to see if I could see Silver Fox Ted Cruz. He still scares me Eddie Munster style like he I just Ted Cruz.
1: Oh, oh. You know, you know, and I, you know how you hate when some people are. It was like for those who watch um, the challenge. There used to be well, I don't know if he's still on the show because I, I don't watch it anymore. But there used to be um, not Nelson. Mm. There was another black guy.
0: Um, gosh, you think I'd remember? Oh, because there's like, it's only,
1: it's only three of them. I know um, they recycle the same ones. There's always Nelson, <laughs> Theo, and well, there's, there's one Corey. more, Corey. Corey.
0: Corey's still on it.
1: Corey. Okay, so Corey, who mm-hmm. when all the Black Lives Matter stuff came out, he was like, "Well, I'm not." I'm not black, so I've never. <laughs> I'm not black. He did you know, not I, say that. hey girl, I wish Wait. I was lying.
0: Corey's the one who, okay, he's with, he has a baby with Cheyenne. They're on Teen Mom, but then mm-hmm. his new girl that he has a baby with Taylor did some really shady, racist stuff, and so now she can't be on Teen Mom. And is this when he put out videos regarding that?
1: He was like, "Well, I'm not black. You know, I will never say I know oh. what it what it's like to be a black man. Um, I'm biracial." You know, and as a biracial person, I can't speak on black issues. I'm not black. What? And I'm not sure why no one has pulled them over yet or <laughs> what his driver's license has. Um, But and I, I hate to have to tell him like this, you know, and if you're watching, of course, sit down, have a seat. <laughs> you black. Okay, you black and everybody sees you black, and there's not enough conditioner and leave out leave in that you can put in your hair. You are black. Don't let those curls in that Teddy Graham face fool you. Teddy, you, Graham. he looks like a Teddy Graham, y'all. Say say that Corey don't look like a Teddy Graham. He look like a Teddy Graham with the the arms up, not the arms down. The arms up because the arms up Teddy Grams are very happy, and the arms up one, the arms down ones were very sad. He but y'all, heavy. Google a Teddy Graham. <laughs> Corey looks just like a Teddy And don't let that Teddy Graham face fool you. You black, okay? And I'm here to tell you, and I'm sorry to tell you, your children's black. And you are black. And I, I, I hate to have to do this on um, YouTube. This could <laughs> have been a private conversation, Corey. But no, you had to let the world know that you thought you was black. Bi- you, you may be biracial, but to the world in America, mm-hmm. you, girl, you black. And I, I'm sorry to have to say that's probably why the person he's dating is also not on a TV show anymore. You need to count and number your days, too.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe he should tell her because <laughs> it doesn't seem like she wants him to be black either. So, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. Uh, and I just Googled the Teddy Graham with the arms up and Busy's not lying. He's not lying. That's all he looks just like going with the arms up. And the That makes room. me so sad that. He says that because you're right, busy. I mean, I think you see people make statements like this, and they want to distance themselves from something that what people see when they look at you. That's what they see, and I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. It's it's a complicated thing why people you know do that. And this is me as a white lady. MTV
1: too long. MTV. I don't know what they've done to reprogram him, Mm -hmm. but um, you black, okay, and you need to realize that you're Mm -hmm. black, and I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's because he's gotten so many privileges. Because colorism is a thing. Yep. Um. And if you're lighter skin, or fairer skin, you do get a little bit more privilege. And maybe it's going to his head where he's like, "I'm not like y'all, girl. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are." And I'm like, "I just need if we have any uh, police officers following us or in the chat right now, p- please give us a call, Just DM us, and we'll tell you where Corey lives. Let's <laughs> shake him up a little bit." Okay, so he can get back to a census. Maybe we can have <laughs> a much show again.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, Julie B is already loving you. Julie B says, I am already liking Busy Blue. Will follow because I think this is her first time joining us live for, um, because she follows us for Big Brother and now 98 with Nana and now, uh, or also, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and now Potomac with Busy
1: Blue. Oh, hey, Julia B, girl. First of all, I'm already loving you. You look good. Okay, yeah. those eyebrows. Snatched. I couldn't snatch it better myself. In your photo, okay? You know I love to see people's photos. Um yeah. she but has so awesome much. eyebrows. I know, girl. It they're just fools. Mm-hmm. Think if mine was dark and full like that, I would be getting all type of facial teeth.
0: You have great eyebrows. I have to color the little few I have left in. I just like. First of like, all,
1: that arch that you have. Mm-hmm. Okay, right now. You better show, Johnny. And it, it, <laughs> see, this is why you guys need to stop listening to the podcast as much and go and watch us live because these eyebrows, first of all, I didn't know she had the McDonald's arches on her face. They are just arched to the gods. Okay? Ronald
0: so- is at the door going, time for work. Time for work. And I'm like, Ronald, not today. It's a pandemic. <laughs>
1: I love it. Is there any other, other news that you wanted to get into?
0: Okay, well, we did have a crossover with Potomac and all the things going on with Kanye West right now. So we had Candace Dillard made a video talking about the Kanye West situation. Oh my God, I did not time. see that. Yeah, so she came out and she was very vocal about the fact that she thinks these Kardashians do not give an F about Kanye. And they're, uh, this just further proves her theory she's like let me know if I'm wrong but I feel like he's a sick you know he's someone who has bipolar disorder mental illness and you are leaving him out there and she said if that was my husband I would snatch him up and be like you are not going to be running for president I would get him help I would do all these things so there's like two parties right now which is weird as he's running the birthday party um, but not registering his his ballots in South Carolina or whatever he needs to do the the cake
1: is the the last thing that you always get when you're doing a birthday party
0: (laughs) (laughs) So some people are like on Candace where it's like these Kardashians have ruined him and they don't give a shit about him. And other people are like, you cannot blame the Kardashians. Yeah, there's obviously some issues there, but you can't control what in a grown adult person you can't make them get the help or make them take their medication. And then some people, actually there's three parts. And some people are like, he is not crazy. Uh, And I hate to use the word crazy because mentally ill does not equal crazy. It's just, you know, he's not mentally ill. He is speaking facts and truths that the world doesn't want you to know. Now, however, I am, I'm a fan of the Kanye because of the music. Um, and I know I still listen and even when he collabed with like Chris Brown I had to quit listening to that song And but I liked him ever since College Dropout and Pablo is like a, a great album and I can't help it busy and I know people give me these the shake of the head all the time you
1: always have you know what Jolie you live for the controversy okay <laughs> you live for the controversy you just live for it but you don't like tech you don't think Ted Cruz is a silver fox Mm-mm. uh Mm -hmm. I was never a Kanye
0: fan. Was good back in the day when he wrote Spaceship. That was like good Kanye. Donda was alive. He hadn't hit yet. He was he had that cocky ego and stuff. But things, you know, he was still wearing wearing like the pop up polos. I know Busy's not here for it. He's still talking about Chicago, and now he's like Anna Winter laughed at me, and we're like. Nobody knows who Anna Winter is anymore unless you're like in the 1%. Like, nobody knows. How
1: dare you? She's a god, okay? (laughs) Anna Winter is a god. She is a god. Please Please. invite me to the next megala. She's a god. (laughs) (laughs) We can say Jolene's invitation got lost in the mail, okay? Send (laughs) me my invitation. Anna Winter is a god. Hey, Miss Price. um, I, so uh, you know, I'm not a rap fan like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I started listening to rap. ironically, uh, was uh, Little Wayne's um, P.U.S.S. Money Weed. Oh. P.U.S.S.Y. Money Weed. That was, like, that was the first song that got me into rap. So random. So random. I was <laughs> in college. That was the first song that got me into it. Um, and then I became a Drake. I became a Little Wayne fanatic. Um, only because I just love the metaphors. Um, because of the feel that I made, you got to be able to really use uh, you know all types of things and, and get emotion. And I thought that he was just so good at it. Um, and, and then Drake, because I'm emotional. I love R&B, and he, he raps r and um, and that's what I loved about Drake. Um, Nicki Minaj, I became a fan of hers as well, but it was only because of her um, uh, rise. I didn't like Kanye West, because I wasn't a rap girl like that, and that's where all of that fit in, and I just didn't understand it. The only album of his that I've ever liked is the one that no one liked, which was 808 to Heartbreak's.
0: I like that one. I did like that one.
1: I was a major stand. I could still listen to it now. Mm -hmm. Um, but then also he didn't rap as much on it. There was more of the music. So uh there you go. I just I I'm not sure which bucket I fall into. Maybe you could put me into one of them, you know, like the price is right slot. I'm (laughs) I'm going down like the Slingo thing. But (laughs) I I feel like there's enough. They're, they have enough resources. If I can, do, de- I because I come from a family who has all types of issues or whatever, or a family, extended family, whatever. Girl, we could take you to wherever you need to go to get you the help that you need, okay? And make sure that you're taking it. Put it up in. Kanye West don't eat no food. Nobody can be sprinkling up in his applesauce. <laughs> like, we, he could get the medication that he needs to get. And they have enough resources to get the resources um to give him whatever he needs. There's camera securities, all types of things. I don't understand how the, now they just don't have the. No, no, I think no. he's
0: at a stage, I think he's at a point in his career where now he is to the average person, he's so you can't relate, like even the stuff he was talking about. Because I watched his entire I don't know if it, what uh rally it was, where he was, if it was, oh, in Wyoming. Yeah. It was the pre birthday. I watched the whole thing and sure. definitely lots of issues there, statements about Harriet Tubman. Then Harriet Tubman's great, great, great niece came forward and was like, actually, you are very miseducated on this one um, because, I don't know if you heard, Kanye said that uh, Harriet Tubman did not actually free the slaves. She um, she let them loose to different white people,
1: different white um, slaves. So this is all a conspiracy?
0: Well, I, you know it's Kanye, you know, I feel like there's with, he doesn't understand the basics of progress. What Harriet Tubman did was progress people out of a certain situation. And you're not just all of a sudden I'm free. Like, that's not how history works. There's a progression of things. And I don't think he's looking at things. So like literally not to make a weird thing, but black and white, you know, he's looking at like, this is so simple, but it's like to, to make that comment is very, um, well, it's very irresponsible. Um, it's very uneducated. It is disrespectful.
1: disrespectful. It's disrespectful. We, and, um, and to our community, we have looked at, um, individuals who, uh, you know, Harriet Tubman, Nate, Nat Turner, like we, we have looked at these individuals who have in their own right or in that phase created and started a revolution, moved us to freedom, uh, either removed themselves and got to a higher place and then spoke about, became more of an abolitionist. We're talking about Booker T. Watch like that. You cannot just sit here. Frederick Douglass, is his family. You can't just sit here and then um, change history to your liking because you feel as if we're still in a, um, a space of slavery as you will. Um, because then that discredits any of the work that we've done. I, I, Kanye, not black. Okay, if, if we're gonna go by there, or you're not for a black issues, so you're not black, okay? Because here you are with the Kardashians, you know, tootsie rolling up and down the United States, talking about the birthday party, selling Yeezys and that because you can't be with Anna Wintour. Girl, yeah. you no wasn't anywhere near like- us by, uh, when Obama was here in administration. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> but you was up here tootsie rolling with Trump in that toupee girl, go with, but if we diminish your, you, every time somebody diminishes, uh, what he's done, he has a history fit and whines. Now I'm not going to say he's not mentally ill. And I apologize for any of those who may get offended about it, put it in the comments. Um, but I, I are uh, the, the history that you had, that we have as African-Americans as black people, uh, we are we have. We over here right now trying to tear down statues of people who lost. Okay, mm-hmm. people in the Confederate lost. Okay, they yeah, and lost. I we didn't like losers. Is it wasn't we, isn't that the whole? We, they <laughs> lost. Okay, and we're trying to just argue that these statues of the people who lost should not be up here. And he's sitting here, man, about whether or not Harry and Tubman. You he arguing about the the wrong things, and we're the ones who gonna vote for you. We the ones who gonna vote for you. Yeah, I don't know who's his campaign manager if he has one. I'm not sure who's the um, party planner, okay? But th- we're your base. And hey, you're gonna uh, disrespect your base? Why? how could you disrespect your base? Talk about Harry Tummy. You see, Donald Trump barely know any of Confederate anything, but he said these statues, we need to keep them up here. Girl name five.
0: Yes, exactly. You're exactly right. But he doesn't know. He just knows (laughs) that his base will get passionate. And it's one of those emotional issue, non-issues that he can um, throw out there. So um, there was a guy, I don't know who Kanye's campaign people are. I don't know who his handlers are because, you know, he's just at a point where he's almost, you can't control him because he's been told for so long they've played into this. Cause one of the symptoms of bipolar disorder is like delusions of grandeur and stuff like that. And he definitely has been suffering uh, from that for a while. And there are times when he has complete clarity within his mental illness where he realizes he's mentally ill. Yeah. But I think it's a combination of that. And also the sickness that is Hollywood. Cause I know Dave Chappelle went out to check on him. Oh, and yes. Dave, Dave Chappelle is notorious for speaking out about how very strong, powerful black people all of a sudden will, uh, um, uh, they'll put the crazy label on in society. And he talked to the guy who had like inside the actor studio, I forgot his name, but they had a great interview where Dave Chappelle was like, what's wrong with someone. I worked with Martin Lawrence and he's super strong. And now he's out waving a knife. And you know, what's wrong with well, why is that. Do, doing that? Maybe they're not, if you cra- call someone crazy, it's the most, you know, like, a dismissive label you can give someone—it's very dangerous.
1: I think um, he's, he's very th- smart. I think he's very smart. I think he's intelligent. I mm-hmm. don't because he has a mental disorder. Mm-hmm. um I don't think that he's now lacking intelligence. I think there's a way to control maybe the other side of voices or whatever or what have you. I, just like depression, you know, you yeah. you go through these feelings and then you start to feeling you it, you you just have to. He needs his medication. He needs some he does. milk. Someone needs-, needs to help him out. And I feel like the family has everything that they need. Mm-hmm. I knew something was wrong when he started selling uh, these. I don't know. I didn't know who had a problem, him or the people who was purchasing these clothes with the holes in them. Girl, yeah. y'all look very homeless. Okay. <laughs> and y'all about to pay how much money for these homeless clothes? That's and the like, so, you know what? I'm not sure if it's Kanye or if it's us because, no one should have purchased those homeless clothes, and then you try to you know, pair them with the Yeezys. This oh. don't look right.
0: No, it, it's it been a thing. I mean, this has been, we've watched his mental decline and things decline for quite a long time. And I think it's just one of these things where it's a combination of his mental illness and the sickness that is Hollywood and LA. And that's something Dave Chappelle spoke about. He's like, is there, what's wrong with Hollywood? So he did go out there and check on him. The Kardashian lifestyle definitely is something that I don't think would be healthy for anyone to get involved in. But I also think it's not fair to blame them entirely, because you can hold them accountable in some respect. But again, when if you if Kanye is legitimately bipolar and going through a manic episode, it it is so difficult to have any kind of control because the things that he his reality is very different from what Is really happening and with the money and the power on top of it and the resources and people he can buy off and he can buy people to just be yes men for him it's going to be hard for him to get any real help so it's just a huge combination of all these things and then at the rally there was this guy and I don't know if he was with him or what but he was standing behind him and Kanye I mean I it was he started crying at one point during it he talked about how Kim was going to abort their first child or no he wanted to abort their first child but Kim Said we're keeping her, and then he talked about how his dad wanted to abort him, and they start crying. It was just, and the guy behind him just made these faces, like, like he was like a, a meme, like a, a like a gif. Like Girl, you
1: know, I, I, I was about to say I need to watch it, but I'm trying to keep my mental stability during this really hard time for African Americans, and I, I don't need him. Don't mind. watch it. Don't watch it. Don't I, watch do it. you. Don't watch the Kardashians it. are all he has right now, and I, I'm not sure if I would. I guess it's a toss-up between how I would have handled it as his wife. Um, because I I I heard in the atmosphere like they were not communicating with him, they wouldn't let him see his children. They're doing all of this, we're we removing ourselves. And then she does a an entire post about y'all, he's ill, and he's just I don't feel like they're trying to protect or be a part of his his life or anything anymore. And now it's Pushing it off on mental illness, y'all. This was not. This has nothing to do with us, y'all. You know, be be kind to him, but you know, he's he's bipolar, and that's it. And I didn't like as his wife making that the. uh, uh, She she knows how to be quiet about everything else. She knows how to be quiet about everything else. We can see what's going on here, and ain't Mm. nobody taking him serious. Well,
0: I I just I, I was I don't know. He has an album dropping too on Friday, I believe. <laughs> so, I was listening to The Breakfast Club, and I know Charlemagne the God's like you. He emotionally draws you people in, and you fall for it every every time. And he, he's done this with a lot of his different albums. So I don't. It's like it's such a mess that I don't know, but it's definitely distracting us from some really important issues. And I think him put, going into the game with this with this, this birthday party during a very serious election. But you can clearly tell he's ill because he's saying. I want to have Trump as my running mate, and then he says he wants to have he needs a Michelle as his running mate, and then he just named a bunch of different people. He said it's fun to shoot guns, um, and
1: he was. Oh he my sp- god! But you know what? This he sounds like this. This has to be transcripts or uh, from internal meetings. Yes, I believe from Trump. <laughs> have
0: heard things and now he believes these things to be true and intelligent and he's just kind of regurgitating i think
1: he's regurgitating internal documents from um meetings that uh, one of the secretaries took and this is all the things that trump said in the internal meetings Mm -hmm. uh before he went on stage they are they're like no trump you can't say that no you can't be your own running mate no we know you like to uh, shoot guns you don't say that Oh no! You can't talk about Harriet Tubman. and I think somebody gave him all those uh, those notes and said, "Here, Kanye, these are the things Trump been saying." And now Trump's, now Kanye is spewing them on the stage. The genius, sorry, y'all. he does go try his best. Yeah, I feel like uh, Trump got something as well. That's why Melania and has is, is having them sunglasses on. Okay, girl, y'all won't look at me, and she's she's staying quiet about his disorder.
0: Well, people even think that Melania is not necessarily Melania like that people they're well, paying.
1: That's, a, that's oh. a body double, okay? Yes. That is not that is not her. He she has a, a doppelganger, and that doppelganger is going around with Trump everywhere. That jaw be so tight sometimes, yeah. that, and I'll be thinking to myself, Melania, that's not you. Take your glasses off. <laughs> Take your glasses off. That's not you. That oh that, that oh be so. I wish I had sunglasses. It be so. Oh my god, oh, I have something. Oh, I, I said I don't have my, my tissue. <laughs> um, but, but let's get off of them because it could be more, yeah. more controversial. Again, it, you guys, was- we were not talking down about mental illness. We both have our, our we both oh, have no. issues yeah. that we suffer from. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is just a key, key. Um,
0: Of course, like, of course we want everyone to be able to get help. And he does, you know, the, the joy of it is he does have the resources if he chooses to, and if somehow people can get through to him, he is very lucky. Um, but definitely there needs to be some kind of intervention or something. People need to step in at this point because, um, There's a lot of issues going on, but it was interesting to see Candace as we're watching Potomac get so passionate about this. And some people were very like, yes, Candace. And then you had the people who were like, you're blaming the Kardashians and whatever. So, I mean, everyone's going to have their own opinion about this, but uh, mental illness is a real thing. Like Busy said, and uh, our
1: prayers are out to him for Sure, for, for sure.
0: Sure, but just please, someone just stop him from saying these things that I, I think Iyala, don't
1: know where you are at? Like Iyanla, girl. <laughs> Iyala, yes! Okay, girl, go out there. Mm-hmm. Not on my watch. Go Mix tell him, okay? <laughs> tell him not on your watch. Sometimes he's going to hate you, and that's okay. Not yeah. on your watch, Iyanla, tell him.
0: We got it. We will do that. Um. So other than that, I think that that's, you know, it's just, it's uh, it's been a crazy- been a crazy week uh we're both coordinating red uh we're both looking real real good again like Girl,
1: that is true that is true i mm. love your red i love your
0: red i love with the hat too with the you hat.
1: know what i was gonna wear the black one but i was like you know what babe no. i want mario
0: yes red on red with that mario Yay. and you got thicker on top you're so cool and young you're
1: so cool we're both so cool and so young so before we get into this i am gonna tell you Yes. When I was watching my episode, first of all, I got frustrated because I was like, why do I always get the ones with Candace and her mama? Okay? Oh. Uh, <laughs> but, but then also, I- this one touched me a lot, and I'm going to try my hardest. Didn't we because- already cover that one, though? Nine? Uh, yeah, we already covered that one, but we, this was another one with Candace and her mother. Oh, 10 was two. Oh, uh, shit. Well, 10 and 11. So I was like, okay, because I know you had um 10 and 12. So I was like, okay, these are good ones. Like, these are good, good. ones. She got that. But 11, there, it, a lot of it was about issues that I've had, like, personally with, either, with, well, with family. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try my best, girl. When I say okay. I'm going to try my hardest, I'm going to try my best to not break down and get emotional. Yeah, I hope you done. watched the episode too because somebody may have to um to step in because oh there God. was Candace or her mother issues. There were daddy issues, I there were family the instability issues. issues. It's just
0: I can step in, but you know what? Don't be afraid to get emotional. I people have seen me cry on lives more times than they probably want to. So they probably <laughs> like to see someone else cry on a live besides me. So Yo, I'm I here got for my Candace
1: tissue ready but I just this is gonna be a very hard one for me.
0: Mm. Well, we are we're here for you. And Tammy even gave you a new name today. You're busy red,
1: not busy. Come blue. on, busy red. Come on, can, come on, Tammy. Oh, let me see what Tammy got going on. Come on. Oh, is that a black lab? Come mm. on, Tammy with the black lab. <laughs> yes, and the sunglasses. I'm here for what is, is that a red tint? Tammy, I'm here for it. See, and you guys listening to the podcast, you'll never get this because you're not watching us live. Okay. <laughs> and Tammy's sunglasses is popping. Okay. She's slamming. She looking good. Go ahead, Tammy.
0: I've seen Tammy. We've, we've like FaceTimed, and she is very beautiful. And yes, she cool, Tammy. the goddess. Yeah, <laughs> all together. All right. So the first episode we're talking about is episode ten. That's the one, and we're kind of gonna like tag team a little bit too. Like you know, mm-hmm. if you got thoughts, jump in. Um. So on bravo.tv.com, you guys, um, uh, season four, episode ten. It's called Showdown at the Hoedown. Showdown at the Hoedown, down. the click. But I liked what Katie called it, or was it Katie or Ashley called it the Poedown? Like, cause it's the Potomac. I what? That's not a good one. Busy is already
1: shaking. Girl, start (laughs) the show.
0: From Kanye fan to uh, the poe down. Jolene is not having a good episode. Okay. Uh, Robin confronts Giselle about throwing her under the bus with Ashley. Meanwhile, Candace and Chris have a fight of epic proportions. Katie Mm. hosts the ladies at a Potomac. Why did it cut off here? Well, she hosts the ladies at the Potomac poe down. So, we get into this episode. Um, we are coming off the days of our knives, which was just ah, beautiful television and Robin and Giselle are hitting up the local, you know, fancy hardwares and, and kitchen supplies. And I'm redoing a home because Giselle's working on her home and Robin is still working on the flip, the investment property she's working on with her mom, but this is more for Giselle, I believe. And, um, So she wants Robin's opinion. And I was actually proud of Robin in this scene because she called out Giselle because Giselle is trying to throw Robin under the bus and go, well, you know, I did talk to Ashley and Ashley did say that you, you know, shouldn't have brought it up. So Giselle, you set her up. up. You brought it up. Robin was never going to bring it up. First of all, Candace brought it up at the house to the three of you. Robin was like, yeah, I did hear that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, first of all, Candace brought it up at the house to the -hmm. three of you.
1: Robin was like, yeah, I did hear that, you know? Oh, that's me.
0: Oh, my God. I sound really amazing.
1: First of all, you sound real good. Seductive. Y'all, this is how Jolene's trying to sound. She sounds very seductive. Uh, She's trying to give y'all seduction tease. She's She's trying to reel you in with her voice. Call Uh, 1-800-Jolene-Blue-Live now. Call
0: (laughs) 1-800-Vampire-Girl-Now.
1: Oh, no. All right. My bad. My bad.
0: You ever been with a girl that looks like she's dead? Then you haven't lived yet. That's me. (laughs) That would be my calling card for my sex line. All right. So um, we are talking about Robin and Giselle. And Robin is basically saying no, Giselle, just like Mel Mel saying messy boots. Like we love Giselle for Mm stirring the pot, but you got to remember when it's you that actually brought the stuff up. And usually Robin stays real quiet about it. But I think because she just got her hair done, I think, in this episode or something was going on. And so Busy's not a fan of the hair. I love her short hair.
1: Soon it's going to be gone, just like in my episode. I do, I will say, Giselle is really good at this art of, and you were saying, oh, 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 I said what I said, I did what I did, I got got it, and Robin was like, girl, no, no, I hear you trying to talk me up and trying to make me feel good about why I said what I said, I did what I did, but you were the one who said something. Okay, thank God for the flashback, boom. Uh... I'll let Robin say, it. <gasps> Oh, yeah, yeah, come on,
0: I'm girl. Trying girl. to enjoy the appetizers. And <laughs> then Giselle's like, Go ahead, Robin. Robin's like, No, I just came here to wear this like floral little. Right. And jacket. I came
1: on time. Okay. Clearly, yeah. I wasn't here to start mess.
0: Exactly. I was the first one here. So I want to be the first one to leave. So, the, and then, and then Giselle's like, Oh, maybe I did do that. I love when Giselle does the show go, because even when producers call her out, when she's in like her diary, she's like, Oh, I did. Oh, what did I, I do, did. do to
1: her? Oh, I mean, yeah, oh right. yeah.
0: Oh I I did. I called her mom ugly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did do that. I did. Did I run that her dog over? Oh yeah, but it lived. <laughs> you know? So Giselle has these great moments. And I do like that Robin was able to call her out because Robin, you can't get just run over by your friend. You know, right. you need to if you're the green eyed bandits,
1: it be, uh, together. It could be um Juan and your friends. Like you yeah. gotta pick us up. No, everybody can't run you over.
0: Oh right, but now, but then we'll get to you know the good episode with his fortieth birthday where they smooch a bunch. Um, so they talk about that. Ashley, meanwhile, Candace and Chris have a, okay. So Candace goes to the restaurant, the barbecue place. I always forget what it's called. Busy. Uh,
1: uh it's uh the barbecue uh the barbecue pit. Like
0: to D's nuts. I don't know why. Um, so she goes to D's nuts barbecue pit <laughs> and, um, she sees Chris and Chris is like, Hey, you know, they, they go inside, they start talking. She's opening up about her mom stuff. And Chris is just basically laying down some facts to Candace mm-hmm. saying, you know, in a lot of ways, the way, you're upset how your mom's talking to you is the way that uh, you talk to me, which might not be the best time because she's like emotional and wanting to process feelings about her mom. But Chris does have a legitimate point that Candace needs to, you know, pay attention to, because you don't want to pick up those patterns and then they become patterns in your marriage, you want to break that cycle that your mom and you this kind of, you know, bad communication style that you two have and you're very dismissive of each other.
1: I think it's, it's, it's hard because I, I go through this sometimes where you're in the midst of already going through a lot with your family. And those are people like who, who raised you. They've been around. They, it, it takes a lot out of you. And for someone to, especially someone who's close to you, to kind of treat you. Because I feel like Candace feels ganged up on yeah. all the time. It's Candace's fault. It's Candace's fault. It's Candace's fault. It's Candace's fault. It's no one else's fault. Everybody wants to just blame Candace, And it's an easier target because she's dramatic. She has all those things. And I go through that a lot with my family where I'm the most vocal. I am the most um, extrovert. So if something happens, it's me being the problem. So then when there's something that's happening, I'm, I'm starting to get emotional. If someone's like, oh, you're doing exactly what your sister did to you or you're doing what your mom said or it's like, "Okay, look, I don't got time for this BS right now. Okay, And I kind of I see what he was saying to her. Truly, I don't know if this is the time or if that was the right thing to Mm -hmm. say at that time. And I see where the frustration can come from, because it's like, when is someone else the problem? Is 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 it always me? Is this is is this just how it's going to be? I don't want to talk to anyone. I I I'm like Candace. You know what? F all y'all, and I'm about to go hi- hibernate.
0: Yeah, I think she does. I think she does feel that way. Candace has a certain vulnerability about her, obviously by showing her emotions, where a lot of people around her are always telling her, "Stop crying! Stop crying! Stop crying!" So I you're doing see- just
1: like your mom. You're treating me like your mom would treat you. So you're not any better than her. But like I think
0: she could see, or that her and Chris went to some kind of premarital therapy, which I would recommend for anyone getting married, where someone could explain how you communicate because it's so important. Yeah. That God- just a simple couples therapy just for a little bit to how you communicate. Cause it can be just misconstrued and it can cause so many issues and it's just better to get it out in the open. I know Chal and I, we loved having someone to just like talk to and be like, Oh, that's how you communicate. This is how I communicate. Okay. We can like get on the same page. So I wish Amen. they would do that. And she got immediately defensive and then she's like walking on, he's like, come on, babe. And then she's like, get out of my way, Chris, I told you. And then it just erupts into something. It doesn't necessarily have to be that
1: deep. I don't know. Have you ever told Charles something like, look, please don't bring this up mm-hmm. and he does it anyway?
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and I, I feel like that's what you she was she with was like, I told you mm-hmm. that this was a sensitive subject.
0: Well, and the cameras are on, so it's amplified.
1: Yeah, I told you this is a sensitive subject Yep. and you said it anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of the, like, one of my, my pet peeves or one of the things I'm like, okay, just Ask me. I don't like, so since I've gone to college and I've never went back home, all my stuff that I had as a child or the things that I loved or whatever, they're all thrown out. Everything has been thrown what? out. What? Everything. Well, my family had to say, oh, you didn't want this. You didn't care about it. You should have come back. I, I think my sister at one point said, if you liked, if you wanted it, you would have come back and gotten it. Oh. Um, and It's like, I, I, I didn't get into like a home. So I was waiting to get into a home and then I was going to get all the stuff. Um, but everything's been thrown out things that I cherished. There was a box. It was like all, you know, all my high school stuff, everything was thrown out. So I didn't have a problem with someone who just decides, I don't want to be with someone who just decides your stuff doesn't matter to you because I said it doesn't matter. Uh, and they throw it out and we got into like a big argument about throwing out my stuff. Like just don't throw my stuff out. Do not throw out my stuff. Like it, uh, it, it truly means something to me, whether or not you think it's trash but that's not fair. Um, it's mine. Like it didn't matter to me. And I I don't throw out or disregard someone else's stuff or feelings or whatever. And she told him truly, mm-hmm. this is not something that I want you to say to me. And he wants to double down and defend whether or not he felt like he was telling her the truth.
0: Yeah.
1: Or this is, you know, I, I told you no. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we, and we could go to therapy if you feel like I need to hear it. But no. And once you start to cross those boundaries, especially someone that you love, you you married it, in a partnership with, uh, uh, I saw I saw how she could get emotional. Not that I'm on her side the whole time, but I saw how she could get emotional. It's okay, Denise. I, I you, you start you live and you learn. It, wait, wait till I get to the next episode because that's, that's where
0: hard, though. all that's of a the really, stuff. Yeah, that's sad. that's really truly that's hard. Busy like that. Uh, I was like. I might start crying
1: right now. Wow. <laughs> it's like, not, you know, it's not, it's not that it's, um, I just, uh, there's a lot of memories that I, uh, I want to be a family person and I want to love and cherish and be around and have all of those things. And I don't think that my family looks at me like that. Um, and I think it's because I'm similar to Candace in the way that I'm expressive. I'm vibrant. I'm, um, sarcastic. You're um, driven. You're all. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm I'm oh you're rude, you're loud, you're oh you're dramatic, you're all of these things. Um, so my feelings and everything don't matter because they're dismissed on this, oh yeah, he's gonna be like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sucks sometimes. So I can see her being, and I've had fights like that with my partner where it's like you're not listening to me, and I just wanna be heard, and I feel like I'm not heard um yeah. in my family life, and you don't want to be dismissed in your personal and that she's married yeah. to someone who's like oh you're not you're not let you're you're, you're me just like your mom i don't know i don't want to hear that right now i'm trying i married you because i felt like you were different mm-hmm.
0: yeah no it, it is probably an issue that shouldn't have been brought up on camera especially at that time because she was already just trying to process the mom stuff uh, i think chris's intentions weren't From what I gauged, he didn't have ill intentions. I think if anything, he was like, this could be like a little teaching moment and help with our relationship. But she was just way too in her feelings about this because she's really going through it with her mom right now. And it just wasn't the time. And these are things you learn in relationships. Time is everything, the, right time, <laughs> the wrong time, because there's been, Chell, cause Chell's very much like, I didn't realize how sentimental he was. And there were times that I was like, well, this isn't anything, you know? And he's like, but I I got that sticker when I went to this pl- and I was like, Oh, okay. So you, you put more sentimental value on things than, or I'm like, mm-hmm. throw it away. throw one time my mom's like, I got your yearbook. She put it in a book. Well, you could throw them away. And I'm glad she didn't. But at, I'm someone who's kind of, Sometimes I'm like on to the next, like, you know what, what eh, whatever. But I'm so glad that my mom was like, uh, no crazy We're you're going to keep your yearbooks. Cause one day you might want to look back at Yeah,
1: life. I hold dear a lot of things, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of things. And I think it's because when I was growing up, I moved from place to place, to place, to place, and there was no stability. Um, and even now, like I'm even having a problem of what, what is home? Like what is home? And like, we had a house, but then my mom moved to somewhere else. And now like, my, my sister has it, but that's not like our home anymore. Cause you can't go there. And like, I don't, my stuff's not there anymore. Like I don't even have a place to like ground me. Like I, so I hold very closely onto things that I feel like I can keep to myself and always have and go back and go to those good times because all of the other places that I used to have, like I remember for the longest time, my grandmother, like my aunt room and my mom's room was like the same. Like they could have always gone back there and just like been there. Like their room was just not moved.
0: Yeah, that's and cool. And my
1: Uncle Michael's room that um, he lived in, like the attic, his, like his barbells and everything, like their rooms were still the same. And I didn't grow up in a place where once I was gone, someone else took my room and then all my stuff was moved into a corner and then it was thrown out at one point. Like I did, I never had a place that was stable. So I hold on to like little keepsakes as much as I can. Like my aunt, she buys me like monkeys all the time and people are like, why do you have some, oh, this is just like a small amount of how many monkeys I have, but it's like they matter. So it's just, I, I can I don't, I don't like to throw things away because I have, I'm, I'm just trying to hold on to memories as much as I can because I have nowhere else to go back for these memories. Yeah. So you throwing out your gear book, I would have gotten it out of the trash <laughs> and put it back to you. <laughs> this is why
0: I get along with you so well because you very much, you have so many good Nana vibes because she's very much like that too. And it makes so much sense why you have such a beautiful garden because I went through all of your garden pictures. You? And <laughs> When Busy told me he was a gardener, I was like, oh yeah, of course he's a gardener, he's a gardener, whatever. But he's a gardener. <laughs> like, I got to send him to Nana because Nana would be so proud. Like, you're on the next level. I love level. my
1: garden. I love and it's it.
0: So, and it's your home. It's yes. so beautiful. You've mm-hmm. made that your home. So in your adult life, you will create new I'm patterns. I'm trying my pictures. best. <laughs> you will. <laughs> and you are. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You find what you want um, for yourself. And you're making it happen. And I love that. Um, and now I want to just look at your garden pictures and kind of cry. Okay. Okay. So um thank you for sharing that too, busy. That was like I love learning more about you and also you,
1: these are gonna that. be hard. These are yeah. gonna be these next couple of episodes are gonna be hard. Haru says, um Haru, hey, 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 hopefully I'm gonna say that right. first of all, come on, purple hue. Right? Well, let me give Beautiful. you a little bit of light. Let me give you some light. <laughs>. I keep letters, little things, and I had to throw away bad letters uh to myself. Yeah.
0: I think that's a smart that they say, throw away your old bank statements. Keep your old love letters. Like, yeah,
1: you don't need that negativity in your life. Mm -mm. I don't need any bank statement that comes to my house at all. I don't need that type of negativity.
0: Okay, and
1: please remove yourself (laughs) from this address.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, just like Kiki Kazoo says, you will create your own memories and they will be even that much more special because. Oh, um, thank you. It's your rules, busy. Okay. So um we have this whole thing and she drives off and it's very dramatic. However, a positive of this scene, Candace can parallel park like great. Um, and, and I pride myself in being a good parallel parker, but she pulled into that real quick. And there's nothing
1: with like, that's the only thing we have here. You visit it. Yeah. There's no, there's no parking lots.
0: But there's so many people who don't know how to parallel park that it's That's amazing. true. <laughs> so, uh, living in LA, you learn that like, oh my God, these people were used to parking on farmland or something. I don't know, but they just are like... And I, and I love parallel parking. It's my favorite part of driving. I just want to parallel park all the time because I love to show off my skills because there's Ooh, the, you
1: know are you one of these?
0: I, I, no, I'm not that fancy. I'm not if I had oh, like okay. an SUV, I feel like I'd be like I'm, <laughs> so, I'm holding onto the wheel, I'm sweating a little bit, but I I you know, but um also because you know women um are you know uh that stereotype that we can't parallel park. Well, you haven't seen me. So oh that was a cool thing. Um, Let's see. So there's the epic fight, Katie hosts. Okay. So we got to get to the hoedown. So the hoedown is amazing. I love the hoedown. I'm so excited. These things have come up about Michael Darby. uh That, he touched a butt and it's hitting the news. Wendy Williams is making an appearance mm-hmm. and he is saying, how you do it? Like she's, this is before Wendy came out about her own relationship stuff, um, which I felt like, yeah, it was about time, Wendy. Cause you've been talking about other people for this long. It's time you come clean about yourself. Um, <laughs> how
1: you mad doing girl?
0: Yeah. How the new baby. Uh, so. <laughs> A baby doing? How did baby do it? How are you doing, baby? Um, which is so sad. So sad. But um, if you're going to make your living off exposing other people's lives and relationships, you better sure as hell share your own. Um, so especially when you become a celebrity, which she she is. So she's reporting on it. And she says her show is Potomac. And I was like, yes, Wendy, that is correct. That is the correct response. And Michael, there has been files or charges filed. Uh, and it all stems from the Rainbow Party where Michael Darby is alleged to have touched and grabbed the butt of a Bravo producer. And so this is hitting and everyone's-
1: Cameraman, cameraman, cameraman.
0: Cameraman, sorry. Um, uh, you know, Charlie, technical- if it was a
1: producer, I feel like we would be in a whole other realm right now. We would,
0: we would. It was, yeah. Unfortunately, they were like, well, it's a cameraman. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's how Hollywood works and production works for real. Like they treat you like garbage. Um, So <laughs> uh, then- the, I think this is the episode where Karen's getting her hair done when she sees it. And, Busy, I think you you warned me about this one because I never saw it. But the guy doing her hair, this is so staged. His acting is so bad. Before she can unlock her phone, he's like, oh, oh, what? Uh,
1: oh, 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 no. Oh,
0: and oh. Her and then him behind her like. Like there's nothing to be surprised about yet, sir. Wait. Right. You see uh
1: uh what's the name, Robin? Oh oh, girl, are you eating the water better or are you shocked? Are you eating the water better or are you shocked? Oh,
0: oh, Oh The Poe down, Hoe down. So she had a little mini surprise orgasm, Robin did while eating her fruit. And (laughs) and then um, you know, there's conversations had, and then they're like, Is Ashley gonna show up? What's gonna happen? Katie has got her daughter's leggings on, she's ready to party, and (laughs) she is just like, I I love this place. I love how her favorite memory about her house is where her ex proposed to her and now she's with this new guy, Jacob.
1: Fill the wall. Fill the it's wall. It's
0: a vortex. It's a vortex.
1: <laughs> Fill the wall.
0: I feel like Katie belongs in Sedona. Have you ever been to Sedona, Arizona? I she,
1: does, she belongs in whatever place they're going <laughs> to see in Kanye West. That's where she really belongs. But <laughs> I do did. love it. this 18 acres. Just She just, Katie's don't, she'll do nothing. Okay. And she's just living this perfect life. That's and famous. I am high key jealous. Oh, I'm yes, high I'm jealous. jealous. Oh, fill the wall. Uh, and Robin's just in awe. First of all, she could barely get her house afloat, okay? And she's like, when was this built? The 1800s? Oh, hundreds and hundreds of years. Oh, uh, let's go outside. You want to see the chickens? Like, she just, <laughs> Katie's just, she don't even know what she got. And she I don't know if it's it. because I'm poor. Uh, well, I'm not going to say I'm poor, but because no, I don't have not. the funds. Yeah, the funds that she got. But it's just like, girl, she said fill the wall. Robin's thinking, well, how much money is all of this? <laughs> Oh, it doesn't matter. Hundreds of years old. Do you want to see what my uh, ex proposed to me? Oh, love it yeah. so much. The grass. Like, she just was just, girl, you got it made.
0: She has it so made, um, which makes me, even though I am not a wig connoisseur, she has to up the wig game. Like, it has to come now. These bangers on it. It's like she's. It's like some Kyle Richards bangs from, from Beverly Hills. Girl. It's like, baby.
1: oh, Robo.
0: You are a gorgeous, gorgeous gal who can wear her daughter's leggings. Uh, the world is your oyster. You know what I mean? The world is your po-down. so they, you know, she's she's out there, they're gonna have the po down. She's got blow-up farm animals. I figure out a hoe down, you could probably have real farm animals, but um, that's not happening. And Ashley shows up showing her little what we used to call back in my day a little butterfly tramp stamp. That's
1: no, Ash, I love oh, yeah. her and Giselle in the car, and Giselle's trying her best. Um, so, um, yes. you ever been to her house before? Ash- no, no, I haven't. Oh, <laughs> did he did he touch someone's? <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> is husband? your husband
0: gay? <laughs> Hi, ma'am. what do we got
1: going on? You- oh my god, Giselle was trying her best. She was trying to stay in the phone. She's like, So, um, you been there? <laughs> no, um. <laughs> does, does Michael like to touch uh, butts? Yeah. She was, trying, she was trying her best. How about Wieners
0: and Mouse? Oh, do you see this deal <laughs> at Nordstrom? That's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> I mean, it's so. Giselle is just carrying the show and just pulling it out, literally.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, you guys. I'm like crying. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm
0: crying. It's a okay. good cry. Um, <laughs> so, but then Ashley shows up. She's like, "Hi, guys!" Oh, hi. And everyone's Who's like, ready for a holdout?" So, we're just gonna pretend that this isn't a thing. After having all these flashbacks of her calling out everyone's life and go, "Get your life right. Get your relationship right. Get your finances right. Get your hair right. Get your kids right." And it's like it is. Monique makes a good point that I don't think she admitted to making. It is a little bit of karma. I know karma happens technically in the second life for things that you do in the first life, but maybe there's instant karma. And, you know, when you get involved in other people's business and that becomes your storyline, next, the only, when all their business is done, the only business left is your own.
1: I think that this also plays a role. I think that there was valid arguments in your um, episode number um, number 12 when it comes up about, I we don't know to help you if you don't know. If if you don't s- show that there's something wrong. Right. Ashley was never indicating that there was an issue with her. So why should I be sensitive to something that's not that there are no problems? Yep. She has been smiling and happy and oh, it's a real hole down here, y'all. Mm-hmm. And oh we're we closer than ever. We're, we're just so close. We're so qu-. this is a what indication would I have been able to get from you or gather from you since you've been so open mm-hmm. um, that there was an issue?
0: Exactly. All you're talking about is, like you said, how close you are and how you're ovulating and how you guys are doing it multiple times multiple a day. Times a day. Multiple
1: We've times never a day. been
0: closer. It's amazing how something, <laughs> how your husband being accused of sexually harassing other men can bring you so much closer to him. It's amazing. It is like, so you guys, like, if you're going to do anything for yourself, get a guy that's going to go out there and harass men. Just do it. Just,
1: you do just it. You just, you know, you, you never understand how much it brings you
0: <laughs> It just brings you like so much closer because Ooh. he has the guilt and then I roll with that, you know, it's just, oh, we've, the sex is
1: bonding. It's a bonding <laughs> experience we learned in the therapy. Oh, we
0: don't even make eye contact. <laughs> it's so hot. Have you ever made eye contact? It's awful. But then you stop once he's thinking of other people. Oh God. It's so good, girl. It's okay. <laughs> is in denial, you know, little butterfly tramp stamp land and, um, Candace has been feeling for a while that Monique does not have her back the way she should and that Monique is now coming to the side of Ashley and there's, you know, now people, uh, Giselle are at the table saying, I think we need to have some apologies being made and candace you know does a little bit of you know just like i how i acted because now she's talked to monique and monique has said that she feels like she was acting like a little girl and all this and she was you know out of pocket whatever and so she apologizes and then giselle's like keeps the producing going she's like i think it needs to go over this side of the table well, Yeah, literally-
1: i never apologize for what i <laughs> i apologize for how i acted yeah i and believed every word that i said
0: yes and she's like and if you we could be friends ashley but we need to be full disclosure Mm -hmm. and ashley's not trying to hear it and then robin talks speaks a little bit and then karen's loving it because she's just uh, like when do i get to tackle ashley she's just
1: because karen's real this this is why i like karen over monique (laughs) this is why i like karen over monique and this is what i got to say to you monique and i had to think about this as i was watching these episodes today (laughs) did you forget how you brought that late because she says in one of these episodes, I don't even know if it's too early, but she says in one of these episodes, why would I be enjoying somebody going through hard times like this? That's just not, not my thing that girl not not Weren't you the same one who brought that man's ex wife who was creeping in the park after dark to see Giselle and to make Giselle go down. And she lost her boyfriend and all that stuff because you was friends and standing with Sharice. You are you are so buddy buddy and holding holding on and such a good friend. And oh, uh, when I support someone, I'm someone's friend for life, and I don't never da-da-da. You are so close with Sharice because that's how you are friends with them. That you brought that girl in here to um be um attacking Giselle and you brought her to parties, and mm-hmm. you made sure that Karen brought her to parties because when you have someone's back, you have their back. Now that it's Candace, it's Oh, I think you're doing this. And I think you're doing that. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? I'm so glad that Sharice looked at you during that trip last season and said, oh, no, it's your fault. I never, to- no, I never told you to bring that girl around. I said something and you took it upon yourself to do it. I'm so glad Sharice made a fool of you on season three during that trip that they went on because it was you. What's this? Yes. I season 3 I'm so glad Sharice made a fool of you because Sharice did not like Giselle. You did not like Giselle. And, and in order to get back at Giselle, y'all brought that lady's wife, that man's wife, who now she doesn't talk to her anymore. And you, and Sharice um, looked at you and said, girl, you the one who did that. I never said anything. Oh, you assumed I, I wanted that to happen. Oh, I, I thought it was important. taste. I never asked you. And you felt real stupid. You felt real stupid. And this, talk about karma. This is your karma. Nah, because you should never have done, uh, oh, it's just, uh, this whole facade that she put on this season with those ugly curls in that big belly and try to act like, oh, uh, uh, I, I, Uh, Candace is going to be upset if I tell her the truth. She has a problem hearing the truth. She has a problem hearing the truth. Girl, so did you. Because when Cherie said, I never told you to bring her around. And you said, well, it kind of seemed like it seemed like, but I never said it. You didn't like to hear the truth.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we know where busy stands. And I like it. I like a strong POV. I like when someone... (laughs) I I do like that. Because I am a little more... um, forgiving, I would say, of Monique. I think Monique's kind of confused about her role in her friendship with Candace. I think she wants to look at her in like a sisterly, almost kind of above way where she is like, okay, I can school you on the mistakes I've made, but there are times where Candace is definitely taking it as you are throwing me under
1: the bus. You, are yeah, throwing- you treat people how they want to be treated. Don't treat me how you want to be treated. Treat me how I want to be treated. I told you to have my back. Okay, now I know Sharice must have messed up the way you have your friendships, but I didn't tell you to tell me the truth, okay? Mm-hmm. I told you to have my back. She was so busy getting all Sharice friends and all of this. I'm so, I'm so over her, that big house, her husband, those those bad ass kids, okay? And her boring storyline, her boring storyline. All call? she do is get pregnant and stay at the house on that ball, and she better be like, yeah, I don't take it out. Yeah, Go but, away from me with it. The best thing she could have done next season is drag her, because I do not want to see her in that big old house on my screen. She's boring. Oh,
0: Go it, back it's, to rapping. It's just, well, we did see that she said she had some rap skills. Um, It, it was interesting. Um. I think it's the aquarium in the house that
1: Busy's not feeling. He's just not. Everything about it. She needs to go back to Not For Lazy Moms podcast (laughs) and stay on there. Go away from me with this Apollo. She needs to do those essential oils. Mm -hmm. She needs to have those babies. Get cameras in your basement. Okay. And stay off of our screen.
0: Oh, well, there you have it, you guys. So it doesn't get any better this episode for Monique. Clankety-clank. And it doesn't get any better for Ashley and Karen. And Karen is the true star of this episode because as Ashley is, you know, feeling she's fine and nothing's wrong and whatever, um, then she wants to come for Karen a little bit. Because
1: Karen has Candace's back. And this is what I appreciate appreciate about Karen the this whole season, where um Candace was trying to be close to Monique because they're the same age. She looked at her as a big sis. Monique was that acting like one. And Karen saw, look, Ashley has been very rude, negative in my business. And that, so this is not a time for me to show sympathy because she hasn't done the same to me. But Monique wants to be, oh, uh, first of all, she's two faced because she'll say, oh, I say karma. Mm. Oh, he was giving out dollars like he was a stripper, touching people like a stripper. But then, and Ashley faced, oh, I've never done, oh, I can, okay, this you're doing like, uh, uh, and Karen was like, no, mm mm. I see what's going on with Candace. This has been a hard time for her. And Ashley do not deserve anybody's sympathy. And I'm glad Karen shut Doesn't. Ashley up. She Doesn't. definitely show her up with the old clinking. I'll let you do it. I,
0: I totally agree. I don't think I think Ashley has made this bed. She has signed this deal. She has gotten into everyone's business. And now it's coming back to bite her in the ass. And she's going to keep being delusional. And so as Ashley had previously said to Karen about Karen's husband in jail and stuff. She's like, you better be looking, Karen was like, you better be looking. You better not work. drop the soap. Drop the soap, but look at taking care of your husband with the soap, clankety clank. And Ashley's just like, you know,
1: um, oh, like and everyone like, She got tripped up. She Karen- got so tri- She tried to have a comeback, but she had no comeback. Karen got it again. Now, like, Karen, I don't know who wrote that line for you. But she's like, clankety clank, clankety clank. That think- buy soap. Yep. Yeah. You better I think- tell your husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the yeah. IRS said something about, uh, uh, girl, you ain't got no comeback. You,
0: you cannot compete with the IRS and your husband sexually harassing people. I would way rather, I know the IRS is scary. <laughs> But I would way rather have a husband who maybe forgot to pay his taxes than a husband who sexually assaults and thinks that he can just have his way with people who are not interested.
1: Tell him, tell him, tell him, okay. Jolene,
0: tell him, Jolene. I have a Karen stan.
1: Like oh I my God.
0: will buy La Dame, La Home, uh, La, no, 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 la Crab Legs. Young. I'll you're buy it
1: all. You're too no. young. I this know, is the house of Hugo, but the, uh, you're too young, and it's I all coming. Smell too. like Karen. I don't you care. Smell like funeral home. You want to <laughs> smell like sick home? Okay.
0: I do. I want to smell like. I want to learn to ride a motorcycle again. You know. I- <laughs> Air. I bow and pray to Karen She's amazing It so. was just
1: so good I loved how Ashley got tripped up When she said You better tell your husband And Ashley said uh, 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 Well the uh, IRS uh, Girl You ain't got nothing to say I'm telling y'all Go watch that episode again And just watch right after Karen says Clinkly clink Clinkly clink Bye so you better tell your husband And watch how Ashley's like Well um, the, the People uh, they, uh, The IRS uh, Girl shut up <laughs> So and I love it. I watched it. I I had to rewind it at least four times. Uh, well, uh, 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 uh well, uh, IRS said that. Oh, you better, girl. You ain't got no comeback. You have no comeback. You're not <laughs> quick with it. You don't have
0: it. Why this is happening? This is my property. And then someone i forgot who was like it is true it is maybe it was candace like because she realized she pulled that card in her house like this is your house so i will whatever but uh
1: um, oh no it, monique said you know what i said that i was gonna act um oh i was uh, gonna act
0: like yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah, and, yeah yeah so yeah
0: so and even candace had karen's back where she kind of w- like all right karen you got her but now i'm gonna pull you away before you <laughs> yeah, get into no no, so, no 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 she, um, no no Interesting. So then Candace is opening up to Karen about how she feels about Monique and Monique kind of throwing her under the bus. And she just doesn't feel like she feels like some people really are not being the friend she thought they were being, i.e., Monique. Monique comes over and, like, what are you guys talking about? And then their discussion ensues about their friendship and what Candace is seeing. They get emotional, but Monique gets emotional and Candace is like, no, Monique, no. And then she walks away. And there is yelling, and then there comes a point where Monique is like, oh, like I wanna drag you. And then drag, drag- me,
1: Monique. Drag me. Oh, you gonna drag me? Oh, drag, drag me. me. Drag me, Monique. I'm Oh, drag you pregnant at all. Oh, you're gonna drag me now? Drag me, drag me. I don't Since, know, I'm just trying to stick up on her. I'm trying to be in front of her because I'm not I she just back because I'm not girl. If you don't, know, you and that belly belly go away from me with this Apollo. <laughs> I don't need your baby. She don't know. She do she wants people not to be a friend her. And then she come back with that emotional. I'm just saying. It just been you know like Candace is better than me because I would have been looking at her like this. I, she, don't do that. Don't do that, Monique. please. <laughs> Candace, you better than me. You a real one.
0: Like part of me wants to have, and you're gonna hate me for saying this, the belief that Monique does. I feel like she does care about Candace. I really do. I feel like they do. I think that she might be off on the way she's delivering it because she maybe sees the sides in Candace that she doesn't like about herself. So she might be like judging them a little bit more because of that. So it's a little bit of a projection because we all know Monique is a hothead, you know, Candace is a hothead. You get two hotheads. You know, you think they'd understand each other. Um, And you know, like Candace did say later, I do Getting arguments with my own sister like that. Um, I just think, with busy looking at me, that if you guys are listening, i tend- <laughs> look down like you are running circles around this trying to make excuses but I don't think Monique is as shady as you think she is I think she's stuck in a place where she doesn't quite know where she wants to fit do I want to say I have cameras in the basement she's got the husband over here and then they talk and it's like yeah we're going to mind our own business but it's like how can you mind your own business when this shit's going down in your home and then now she has this empathy and she wants to be friends with Ashley because Ashley might possibly one day procreate with Freddy Krueger and so she's like well so it's like she's opening her cart but she still has that wall up but Candace just wants someone to ride or die for her like you ride with me you ride with me you die with because me because I feel like
1: Candace you. will have your back. I feel like Candace will remember um season 3 reunion and um Chris uh Monique's husband talked about uh Sharice's and Monique's relationship and Chris said you know, my wife. You know, when she rides for you, she rides for you. You know, and I really like Monique. You know, you know, because he has a really deep voice. But he I does? really like Monique, and you know, and, you know, I was just surprised that they're not doing it. But you know, when she has your back, she has your back. But when she does it, you know, she does it.
0: You know, and you do a really uh, good impression of him. We need to start doing like oh, these.
1: Please, I was I was really getting <laughs> choked up. Um, this this real hard. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna burp or something. Um, uh, but um. I just, uh, Monique, uh, Candace needs somebody who's going right because I feel like Candace would have rolled for Monique to the end. You know, even if Monique was wrong, then she would have waited till she had some of those sonogram visits to tell her, like, look, I didn't like what you did. But in the personal space, a- a- ain't nobody going to talk. I just, I'm, be it right or, right or wrong, y'all can judge me, put it in the comments. I'm like Rachel Ray. I mean, Rachel Ray. I'm like, like Rachel Rachel Raleigh, uh, for those Ooh. who know Big Brother. Or Big, not my man. Like, I am going to defend who I'm going to defend to the end until you tell me not to defend them. And yeah, I'm going to have all of my people's back to the end until I realize, okay, you don't got my back. And I feel like that's how Candace is. Yeah. And I felt like that's how Monique was. But now this well, season, she ready well. to be all up under um, Ashley's ass as her man's on uh, grabbing somebody else's. And I just don't like it. It doesn't like have it. to do
0: with the fact that she had the miscarriage. Now she's having this different perspective on life. She also has her husband saying, "You need to, you like, you can't be out there saying you're gonna drag people. You gotta control it." I mean, are there other factors? Just throwing it out there because. Um,
1: nope, throw it back. I'm throwing and I'm throwing it back. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Moving on. Moving okay, we on. will
0: move on. So that was basically the big juicy meat of that episode. Um, so I feel like we can move on to Busy's episode, which is episode eleven. Can I get a witness? Giselle focuses her attention on her daughter Adore. Candace and her mother try to work on their relationship while others ask her husband's. Uh, ask about her husband's innocence, and then Ashley goes to. Why don't they just give me the full description? What What is going on, Bravo TV, that I can't get the full? Damn, I got to click on the other link that
1: takes you. You know, me to I will the say they are showing. Um, and for those who watch, they are showing those episodes now. They're gearing up. They, they, they want to do it after we've done it. They see uh, the popularity that we're getting. So now nice. they're trying to show them live. It's so weird
0: because I feel like Andy's been watching my stories and stuff. And I'm just like, Andy, get out of my Insta stories. He has,
1: didn't that lady say that you have aged out? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do episode 11. Okay. okay. Um, so again, y'all bear with me. I'm going to have a lot of side commentary. I'm going to try to keep it under 30 minutes um, as much as possible so that we can get to episode 12. But, y'all, this is just a very, 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 very hard um, episode for me. So, Candace is with her mother um, four hours after the holdout. Okay. And they're going over, I mean, you gotta know I love me so Dorothy, okay? Mm-hmm, I know um, you do. <laughs> um, so they're talking and they're trying to work on things that the doctor who lived at the Jamaica restaurant um, they, they, the notes that they gave them. So, you know, they're saying that you know, let's write down our problems and our goals what we have. Yep. And Dorothy said her first goal was <laughs> that uh, you, this won't be disrespectful. this is like, you no. Know, <laughs> No, mom. Yeah, uh, it's the girls that you Dorothy. have.
0: Such a Dorothy answer. No, I, oh know, I love her
1: so much. <laughs> no, it's the girls that you have, mom. She's like, okay, um, well, I will try to give you less advice, okay. Um, and Katie said, well, no jabs, and she's like, well, you have to do no jabs too. Um, and she said, you got to work on your facial expressions. Now, Dorothy do be giving me the facial expressions, and I love it. Um,
0: she kept rolling her eyes. She's like, one more time. And one more time was two more times. <laughs> oh, that was
1: a jab? Oh, okay. And she was like, um, Well, you need to allow me to be a mother, the mother. She's like, That was a jab. Oh, that was a jab? Yeah. Oh, I was like, She was like, Well, you know, you wear your therapist hat a lot, mom. And she's like, Well, I, I wear my therapist hat when I need to. That was a jab. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that, was, that was a jab too. Now, this is going to be some hard work for Dorothy, okay? This is going to be intensive. This is a uh, level four. For Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, I don't know what she said, but hey, what's going on, Justine? Um, so Dorothy, she had made some base. She was like, see, you're making a base now. Dorothy said, "What? Well, look, I'm trying to make my last face so that Yeah,
0: like, <laughs> you gotta get all the eyebrows and she's like,
1: I'm trying to do <laughs> I'm trying to do this face to this. This is my last face. Okay, this is the last face I'm gonna make. After that. You have Ashley, I guess she's, you know, selling slaves at Oz. And that's what it looked like. She had black men and I what? guess they're about to do some type of auction.
0: What's going on with her? Like, I thought it was like she was hiring a manager or a bouncer or something. It looked
1: like somebody was, I felt like they were about to do a auction off of men. I felt like it was oh about to God. be $20, $30, $100. This one's youngest strap <laughs> in here. I felt like it was very slavish. Um, So they're trying to get through. Giselle shows up. Now, Giselle, I told you, she comes under the guys that she's concerned about her friend. I'm just worried about you, Ashley. That's what I'm worried about. I'm just worried about you. So how are you doing? Are you okay? Because Giselle says, look, she's checking on her friend. Giselle has something at Target. And she says, look, the the first, after someone says, you know, what's my hue color? The second question they ask is, what's going on with Ashley? Now, Giselle, I'm not sure what stores you was in. Uh, and, and to whom uh, your customer base is, but ain't nobody asking those questions. Okay, the, the second all question. Of my- yeah, the <laughs> all of the
0: first question is what's going on with Ashley. The second question is what's going on with Ashley, and the <laughs> third question she asks is why is it my product up at Target? <laughs> why is it on an end cap with the clearance? you
1: don't tell me if y'all um y'all see it at Tarjay. Tell me if y'all see her product at Target. I haven't seen it at Target. Tell me uh- if you see it. So- <laughs> Um, she's like, um, uh, is that what they're asking? Yes. Yeah, so I need to know what to say back to them. Well, you tell them when Ashley tells you, you'll be able to tell them. Oh, okay. So are you okay with the bus squeeze? Oh, so you're assuming that it didn't happen. Girl. Now we can do a flashback to when, when, um, your man has squeezed that man's butt before. This is behavior that we've seen before. This is not something that we're making up. Oh, so you're, you're, you're assuming that it happened. Yeah, girl, because we've witnessed it before. Mm -hmm. Is this an Australia thing? Okay, like Katie said. We've seen Uh, it before.
0: Well, no, because when he grabbed the butt before, it was just saying, come dance. Come (laughs) dance.
1: Girl, I wish somebody would grab my butt and say, well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Every time someone wants me to dance, they're like, come dance. Come dance. And I
1: had had to really think about it because I don't want to. If (laughs) Juan said Come dance. I, what type of dancing are you talking about, One. Okay, Juan? Like, what? <laughs> <One> what? Let's <laughs> dance. Um. So my problem is her saying, and you know, I'm not I'm not that well versed in legal jargon, um, or the backgrounds and stuff of it. But you just saying you can't talk about anything, not even your own feelings, because I can ask you are you okay with a butt squeeze? And you can say, yes or no, I'm okay with a butt squeeze. But if I ask you, well, are you okay with a butt squeeze? And you're like, oh, I can't talk about it. Well, girl, what does case look like that you can't talk about whether or not you feel some way about something? You're lying. Your man was out here grabbing booties. And he's mm-hmm. been grabbing booties since the '99 and the, what, 2000? And you <laughs> need to get it together. That's I just, not I'm 99. not with it. <laughs> uh, so... It just, it just bothers me that she's always like, oh, I can't talk about it. They're asking, well, you know, Ash, uh, I, are you sad or happy today? Oh, I can't discuss. Yeah. I've
0: hey, well, pulled up your husband's tax records for the past 10 years and noticed he didn't pay. Also, Juan was out with another woman. And Giselle, where do you live? And, you know, like she can't. She can- be ready. Oh,
1: i saying it. Ashley's like, so um, I've been talking to. I know you're not being indicted. It's Ray. Because uh, it says here, was that in the Washington Post? No, it was not. Um, she's so ready. <laughs> she girl. is
0: like an attorney without a law degree. She knows what she's doing. I would love, I'm surprised no one's asked her, well, let's say someone came up to you who you didn't know and grabbed your ass and said, want to dance. How would they make you feel? Let's say someone was walking by, needed to get through, but grabbed your ass to get through. How would you feel? She would go, I can't That's how I met that. my husband. I met my husband he was grabbing my brother's ass and then <laughs> i was like this is gonna be perfect because i love, love my brother
1: my dream that's why we both wrote the song for him coffee and yeah. love with, okay because we both have had interact
0: coffee uh, and love and Michael grabbing booties hey. 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 that's a hit that's
1: a hit <laughs> twerk to it. twerk to it all right so we got uh Monique <laughs>
0: Because he's really excited to cover this.
1: Can't wait. Monique is out here doing sonograms. She <laughs> and she's inviting. Let me tell you something right now, because I know some of my friends and family are watching right now. If y'all ever invite me to watch y'all get this photo taken of y'all belly, Do I slap, I will slap y'all friend of the doctor. Don't you ever, <laughs> ever in your life, you know, <clears throat> life can't be that boring. It can't be that. Invite <laughs> me over for food to talk. Do something. Like, Don't you ever invite me over. I'll help you put up a crib. You better have chips and dip. Don't you ever. (laughs) Chips chips and dip. Chips and dip. With the house she got. Don't you ever invite me to have somebody put some KY jelly on a stick and then on your belly. (laughs) And then you say, oh, are, are you guys seeing this? I
0: plus it's not even a gender reveal because they're not knowing the sex, so what it's a nothing reveal.
1: Mor- Karen was like, Look, now nah, I know I may be old school, mm-hmm. but ain't nobody ever. I was inviting the girls out to go see what's going on. Yeah, in my
0: Karen family. was like, I had my kids in the 60s. Say, and-
1: <laughs> say she lost, like she had lost the baby, and then that was the time that they were like, Oh, I don't feel a heartbeat or something. Don't invite me out to this. This mm-hmm. is a private time with you, your husband. If you want your kids there, have kids there. But this is not a time, say something has gone wrong. Like, yeah. say, hey, you got us there, the camera's there. Do not invite me out to you and your pediatrician or whoever's going to deliver. Give it. Keep me away from this. I'd rather go to us, okay, and oh, do another one of those tasks. That's pretty bad. Up.
0: That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad.
1: So, Candace and um, camera show up. Uh, let me tell you something about those kids. Those kids is bad, It's really bad, okay? And the way that that Chris was like, Look, I'm gonna beat, I'm gonna whoop you all tail because they was acting a fool. He couldn't even get into the TV show good because uh, the kids is uh yelling. She's like, Okay, let's get a heartbeat, and they're like, Okay, you gotta be really quiet. (laughs) Let me say something I know, I know they whipped their butts when they went, Oh, I know they got spanking, oh, I know he was looking. Oh, I know he got. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. So they're
0: just reaffirming what we know. It's boring, and no one wants to be invited to that.
1: <laughs> Not even the kids. Not <laughs> even the
0: kids. They're like, we'll see it when it gets here.
1: Why? <laughs> right. Why well, we gotta be here for this? This yeah. black and white thing that you got on the screen. Um, so, Karen, she wants to pull them together. You saw how Candace was like, okay, mom, and Candace, Karen uh, was like, um, no, this is more like a big but a big sister Mom. and more like a big sister mommy. <laughs> um, I want you guys to really talk and then, you know, the last time, but Candace and Karen, I mean, Candace and Monique, they've had conversations via text about, you know, whether they did, they apologize, whatever. Um, they noticed that, you know, Candace is, and this is another thing that I don't like, don't acknowledge the pain that you feel like I'm having. Um, but then dismiss it later. So I fell out with one of my best friends, like a couple of weeks ago, right? You did? Yeah, yeah. No, it's okay. Who cares? Okay. Um, but the problem because the problem was I'm like was like going through something. So I was like writing something and the person who was my best friend went through this tirade of all of this other stuff and then tried to like come at me. Um and it's like a, a real friend would have been like, yo, is everything okay? Like this is not like you or this is not something that what what's going on? And this friend doesn't do that. I don't like that Monique is like one of those friends like, oh, you know what? I can see that this is happening with her mother and this is why she's doing that. But then want to cuss around a person, girl, I think you recognize that I'm going through something and you're here to help me through it and see that something's happening. The person is saying, look, let me bring you to the side or you here to cuss me out in front of everybody else, which is going to exacerbate the problems that I have.
0: Yeah. That never helps when someone's going through something to attack them. Attacking is never what people want to hear. You have to be very empathetic and you have to be soft and all these things. And whatever frustrates you about that, you kind of got to put that aside for your friend if your friend is struggling.
1: Exactly. And that's what I noticed from one of my best friends. And, oh, when I, I, I don't block people, when I say I push the blocky block button so fast on every platform, on every platform, because then I realize you don't know me. And yeah. this is not about, and I was already struggling with something. Um, mm-hmm. And what I talked to you guys about the first time, because I live by myself, I'm not around any family. So mm-hmm. not being able to go home, is, has been like a problem for me. Um, and not knowing what I call home has been a problem for me. And I think that a lot of people don't understand that if you don't have like a home base, you don't feel like you're grounded. Yeah. And it's hard to understand where do you go if you don't feel like you have a place to go. Mm-hmm. um if all those fails and i was struggling with that because in in the midst of black men dying people losing their jobs homes and all that stuff i'm like if something happens what do i do and it, i got emotional about that and then mm-hmm. i wrote something on a social media network now that was the best you know um thing to do but there's someone who i call my best friend ran in and said oh you, you're this you're that you're a narcissist and how dare you and this and Oh, I and I quickly pushed the block button um, and went to therapy. But um, the, it's some people, you need to remove them. You need to remove them for your life because then they take on that and then starts to attack you, and they're not realizing you're going through something. Mm-hmm. And I always try to be sensitive to something else is happening here, and I don't know what it is, and I need to figure out what it is. Yeah. And for Monique to know what it is, but still be like, you need to grow up, and I'm about to show text messages. Somebody, I just. I cannot be with Monique this season. I'm sorry. It's a okay. no for me. It's, it's, just, it's just a no for me.
0: It makes sense, though, because, <clears throat> yeah, coming from the place that, you know, you're in experiences you've had, I think that's how I shape a lot of my what I like about Housewives is I come in it with my experience and stuff yeah. and what I'm, you know, used to seeing in people. And I totally get the <laughs> block button. I've ghosted. So many people who were supposed to be friends of mine, because I just tell Chell, I go, I'm not dealing with it. It's block, 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 and I forgot to block someone from my phone, and they called me. They're like, "What did I do to you?" It's like I can't, I can't explain this to you anymore. Like I can't. All, explain. I thought you were blocked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I forgot the one thing, but I totally. If people are not serving you and helping you, like you serve them, like you are there for them, just bye.
1: Yeah, and this was someone that I have. Been and I think that it I, it resonated me, with me because this was someone I'm looking at the picture right now. I need to take it out. I forgot about that, but this was <laughs> someone that I, I um I really had their picture, of, but this was someone that I have always supported. I've always had their back. Um, when I went to college, I've only gotten business from my family members and friends maybe five times, like on my hands. Um, and I have lived here since then, and I have always come home for parties, birthday parties, kids parties for their friends. I've helped them pay to get in their um, apartments and uh, write, write letters of recommendation for new jobs or judges or stuff like that. And as soon as I do something that you don't like, now it's a, an attack on me. And I haven't asked for anything. And I didn't like that. And it, this just Monique reminds me of a friend who, I got your back. And now as soon as you, I do something that you don't like, now it's an attack. It, I, it, I I can. Yeah. I, I, I cannot. I cannot. And to know as much as I've, I've exerted and what I've gotten back and knowing how much Candace has wanted this big sister and this big, I don't like Monique being like, oh, I'm with you and let's cry together. <laughs> and then, no, I'll drag you. Yeah. Are you on my side or you not on my side? Yeah. Um, moving on. Moving so on. here's Giselle and her daughters. This is a very, I have family issues. <laughs> <laughs> I love my I love my whole family dearly though I love my whole family dearly. Um, so Giselle's bringing her daughters apple picking. Now, y'all, have you ever done apple picking, Jolie? You look like you have.
0: Yeah. Oh, I mean, I scream apple picker. I mean, seriously, like <laughs> I I would go home when my niece was born for many years during um, apple picking season, so that we could take her to the apple picking place where you have apple. Cider donuts, apple cider. You pick the apples. There's a place by my parents' house. We do it. It's just, it's, it's like, it sounds about white. You know what I mean? Like, that's, <laughs> it
1: sounds about white. No. Yeah.
0: That's, I live for that. I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to get a hot apple cider and a donut, you know? Um, and have my niece who's just like, what's this? Um, but I've never seen an apple orchard. That devastated by whatever it was devastated
1: no, by. I don't think just I think Giselle just needed to go. I don't think she went at the right time because there are beautiful orchards here, right? Um, and I think sure. Giselle yeah. needed a scene. She mm-hmm. needed a scene. We're, we're in the DMV, well, the District of Columbia, no, but Maryland, Virginia, the amount of uh farms and land and just yes, she, she didn't pick the right one and she didn't go at the right time. So they go out there. They're not liking it. And the girls are like, look, let's go get some ice cream. Okay, girl. Uh, so they sit down, to get ice cream, and they're talking, right? And um, as they're talking, she's trying to figure out more about her children. And this scene resonated with me because she's talking to her kids. She's already missed some of Grace's soccer games. <laughs> she's like, you only been to one. She's like, no, I haven't, girl. Yes, she, she really have. is allowing... All
0: her kids to put her on blast. And I do like the fact that I she actually it. is owning up to it, you yeah. know? Cause at first I think she's like, no. And then they're like, yeah, mom. Yeah. There's really of-
1: <laughs> you better get yep. close to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and I love that. And uh, I think what the frustration part came from for me was with, um, Angel telling her, You treat Adore, you treat uh you, you know, you know it's Grace, and then Adore's the um the favorite child, and then I just get left by myself. And it reminds me of like some some stuff that I was going through at home and or with my family, and I remember my mother telling me, like, I've never had to worry about you. So like I know you're gonna be good, so I never have to worry about you. And I love the faith that I'm going to be good. Mm -hmm. But I also, it frustrates me because I have stuff that I deal with. Like I, and if, Oh, I'm going to give this sibling the house, because I know you're going to be able to make it by yourself. Um, it like, it removes me from the ability to fail and not be okay
0: so much Um, pressure on a kid to be like, but I always know you'll do the right thing. No, I won't. You know why? Because I'm a freaking human being.
1: Right. And sometimes I'm not going to make it. And sometimes things are going to happen. And what happens then? And sometimes I felt like there was more attention given to some of my other siblings Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. And I was kind of... I don't know. I it, it, I felt exactly what Angel was saying. I don't mm-hmm. think that my mom plays favorites, mm-hmm. um, but I do feel like there's there's attention given where it could be tension, uh, where attention should be given, and sometimes I needed a hug or a call or someone to have my back or my side or understand me, and I feel like I that part was never given to me. And I felt what uh, what Angel was saying, which is like, I, I need help. And I didn't like that Giselle was saying, I don't like how Angel isn't um, understanding how much I appreciate that I don't have to um, uh, worry about her. And it's like, that's not fun for me as a child. Like, She's 12. I, yeah, I have problems. I have issues. Uh, there's so much stuff that I have gone through that I just don't tell my family or my parent. Um, because I, either, I feel like they're going to laugh or they're going to think it's dramatic or this and that, or no, no one's going to take me seriously. And I have had siblings who have been trying to get out of the house for a long time. and had to come back, come back, come back, come back several times, or someone who just stayed in the house long enough to never go anywhere and was able to be granted a home and, mm-hmm. or someone who stayed, just followed my mom everywhere. Um, And then I'm the one who has to make sure that I I constantly do whatever needs to be done. And it, if not, I'm always scared. Like, what, what What if all else comes around me? I have nowhere to go. I have nothing to. And I have these people who look at me as dramatic. And it's, I need someone to care about me. Mm-hmm. And that can be debilitating sometimes. It can be. I just didn't like how Giselle was treating it Like she, she should know that I, I, I love her the most, or I love her more because she, uh, she, she's gonna, she's, she's the one I don't have to care about. I'm the oldest, and I've been able to do well, but it's because I, I don't think I have another choice. You like don't. I don't think I have another choice.
0: That's a lot of pressure that a parent can put on a kid, and they think they're um, almost complimenting them, like, you're my stable one. You're my this. But at such a young age, you cannot define a kid because they have to be able to make mistakes. They have to be able to have someone that they can go to and say, You know what? This world doesn't make sense. We all need that, or I failed or I did this or I did that, and I need to come home again, or I need to just have a hug and I need that understanding. So I think I agreed with that with, Giselle, I was just like, no, she's like literally being so articulate for a 12 year old of exactly what she (laughs) needs. (laughs) And yet, you're on this very basic level of parenting being like, no, but you're like so good and you're so great. It's like she's 12. She doesn't know who she's going to be yet. She needs to know that no matter who she ends up being, you're going to be there and she can come to you. And And I think that's what she
1: was ignoring. And I think it's because she feels like she's like her. And she's like, yo, she's, she's going to be good. It just it just frustrated me so much to see that scene because it's like, you cannot say that to your child. You just cannot say that to your child. And um, it's expected, I feel like it's expected of me to be okay yeah, and to do well. And I've toted myself around to act like I'm going to be. But I remember we had a private conversation about what I really wanted to be and what I really mm-hmm. wanted to do in my life. And I'm not doing any of that. Um, because I needed to follow this other line to be successful and I'm good at what I'm doing but I I could be doing something else mm-hmm. and uh, it, it was just an interesting scene, let's go to Robin yeah. um, so Robin is getting her hair done by Shirley, the lady who's cutting her hair and damaging it <laughs> um, and they talk about the house Robin's like, look, I'm not done with the house yet, I'm never going to be able to be done with it, girl mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. She says her and Juan are doing better than ever. Mm Hmm. Girl, whatever. Juan wants a baby girl. Juan wants a baby girl. You tell me what you feel about this, Jolene. Juan wants a baby girl because he was absent with the boys when they were younger children. And now he wants to be around for a child as they are an infant. So he wants her to have a baby girl so that he can redo and be the father that he should have been. Yeah. Isn't he or are his kids not like little still?
0: And- <laughs> still little. You're asking, that's a recipe for disaster because you're going to put all this energy into the new kid and your other two kids are going to go, What What the hell? What, what are we like? Like used goods? Like, what is it? Like, is there a return at Ross Dress for Less? Like, why can't you put. Put the time that
1: They're you missed. I don't think tense. he's missed anything. First of all, there was there's no personality to a baby. There's there's no personality to the baby. They have not come into whom they are yet. And he's been with these kids since we saw them four years ago. The, the kids can't be more than six. Eight, I, I, maybe. The oldest. Yeah, the oldest, maybe eight. Four years Mm -hmm. old. They probably start talking about what? Later, one years old, too? You've been there.
0: We know about Juan. He likes new different things. And so he gets bored easy. So this is another situation where Juan needs the new shiny toy. Unfortunately, now it's going to come in the form of a baby when he needs to just be grateful and happy that his wife is so understanding and his children are so understanding that he's able to make these mistakes and yet come back and put all that energy into the people currently there. A new baby's not going to fix these problems unless you fix them within yourself. You're going to repeat the pattern because that new baby, guess what happens to the new baby? It gets older.
1: Isn't that weird on that And She's trying to, and I remember her saying, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this for him, this and that. Um, And Shirley, the hairdresser says, you know what? Well, the next time I'll see one, I'm going to talk to him about this. And Rob was like, no, don't, because I'm not sure if this is a deal breaker for him. Shirley said, look, (sighs) <sighs> what not going, <laughs> Robin? What is not going anywhere, girl? You you don't have to worry about the deal breakers, girl. The
0: go? They they don't. They're not financially able to unless he finds some kind of sugar, mama. That cowboy box, y'all let me nope. girl down the street. And you can't hold on to it. was like a, um, I forget the song. Um, it was, she was a popular like pop kind of singer in the late 2000s. Or no, it's Kate Nash. Um, she has a song that says, My fingertips are holding on to the cracks in our foundation. And I know that I should let go, but I can't. And that's Robin. That is Robin in Aww. so many ways. I think, um, I hope for the best. Y'all put that friend. in the
1: chat. So I can, um, <laughs> y'all put that in the chat. I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, it's a great song and it's just like like your fingertips are literally holding to the cracks of the foundation of the relationship and you know you should let go, but you can't.
1: Ashley, oh on, let's say Ashley Robin. Go no, ahead. I'm going to say Robin because if I was with Juan, he could cheat on me and say a new baby too. I'll steal somebody else's. We're gonna do this, okay? <laughs> um
0: Bonnie said, "Fathers don't get redos." Haru says, "Make time for the kids who are not little. Make a change now." Exactly. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's Tammy get us to Ashley. Oh, go no ahead, baby.
0: Sorry, no new baby. Not for that
1: reason. Well, come on, Tammy, with the glasses. We don't, yeah. no <laughs> we don't need no new childrens. We don't need no new childrens. So now we get up to Ashley, who is trying her best. To divert from the stuff that's going on with her husband, uh, touching people's booty holes. Okay. So <laughs> she goes to therapy with that girl. She got some really good locks. Okay. Y'all know, uh 0.5. Um, and to talk about what happened with her husband and Ashley. I just really now I will say, <sighs> and I hate you, Ashley, because for me to connect with her on this level really frustrated me. She got into her daddy issues, and she was saying how she looks at her husband and her – she looks at Michael as a husband and a paternal figure. Now, I have daddy issues. So I grew up with an absent father. Like, I grew up with a single mother. My dad was, like, there for maybe, like, the first six years, and then, like, boom, gone. Um, and then my mom, like, remarried way later, and then, like, we kind of got a relationship, but then he passed. right before right when we were starting our relationship so um it's always been hard and then when i came out as um bisexual a lot of my male friends that i've had they removed themselves from me because in the black community uh masculinity is like a major thing and you can't like hang out with gay people so which is so crazy like
0: redefine the terms of masculinity because some of the most masculine men I know if you want to say masculine are gay men so I don't know why what makes you not
1: Girl, that's another podcast okay but it just so I don't have men I don't have a history of men who've stayed in my life just because they want to be in my, my life is busy blue I and the people who were near and dear to me um either died and Mm -hmm. so i don't have a history of men in my life i've Mm -hmm. only had female friends um i have my mother um and that's it and i've had like boyfriends Uh, not that many too. um and then all of the other men are just not there the male friends that i've had they remove themselves Mm -hmm. um even have a swag like that's one of the people like you cannot be connected with a black gay male without people feeling like you're that way then too. And then they've all removed themselves. So I get the connections that I get with any of the men that are going to be in my life. I like, I, I keep them really strong and I can see how Ashley can bleed them into each other. Cause it's like, I don't, I just don't want you to leave. And yeah. you overexert yourself trying your best for friends and family. All of my male friends and all of my male family members and whatever, I overexert myself into their lives to make them see, like, yo, I, like I'm like i a good person. Like, I don't want anything from you or anything like that. Like, just stay. And no one has stayed. Um, And I can see her being afraid of disappointing someone and then removing themselves because that's how her dad with no explanation. And after my male friends or whatever stop talking to me or family members don't talk to me, they don't say anything. There's no talking to you. There's no explaining to you why they're not communicating with you anymore. There's not an explanation. It's just done. Does anyone
0: else in your family say anything or talk about it or try to... Talk to them and say you need to reach out to him.
1: I don't have family like that. I I don't have, I will say this. I don't have a family who I cannot think of a family member outside of my mom who will have my back. Because of how I said already, they look at me as oh he's dramatic, he's this, he's that. And not they—they don't—they're not trying to understand me. They're mm-hmm. more so invested in you know how busy blue is. Uh, you know, talk to him because you know how busy blue is. And not necessarily trying to get to know me as a person. And mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 how I'm sad or depressed or I have no one to go to. I need a male figure, and I need male friends or to start to run because I had those same feelings. Yeah. Um, but because of all of the other things, like I can't see, I can't see, I can probably see now maybe my youngest brother defending me and being by my side or whatever. I cannot see my other siblings doing so. Maybe my other brother, now we've gotten closer. Um, I hate to say, I cannot see my sister doing it. Um. um I... I, I, I can't, no, <sighs> it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I can see one of my favorite family members is my cousin who he, I look at him like a brother. He's the only person I can, I have to apologize because he's the only one who I can see. He will ride for me till, you know, the day is done and even further than that. Uh, but he also in like the military and he, the way, you know, this co- country's being right. He's always away. Yeah. And we used to be so close during the Obama administration. Uh <laughs> now that this administration's here, he's deployed here and there and, there, and we haven't been yeah. able to like be with each other. Um, I think that's the only person who will ride for me to like the day to the end of the day and like tell anyone, y'all need to shut up and mm-hmm. you know, do whatever. But I think that's the only one who I can feel as a family member who will tell he'll slap everybody. <laughs> he'll, yeah, slap everybody. Needed, yeah. He'll, yeah, he'll slap everybody He'll fight everybody mm-hmm. um, He understands me, he gets me Um, Outside of that I don't have those people And it sucks And I, I felt Ashley in this moment Because I've had those moments Where I was waiting by the door And Trying to talk to my father And say hey why don't you want to be in my life I'm a great person I feel like I'm a great guy I feel like I'm a great um, son, I feel yep. like I'm a great brother. I feel like I'm a great partner. I'm a great friend. Um, and I do whatever I can to the end of the day to support all of those people. And I don't, I could not see why you wouldn't want to be in my life. And I felt actually at that time where I feel like I do sometimes put too much on or do too much or put on a, a great face or a smile because I just want I want this person to stay in my life. And I feel like I definitely have that problem with men um, of just stay in my life. I don't have like that favorite brother or whatever. So it was just, it was just a hard scene to watch. And the whole time my partner was like, are you okay?
0: Cause Taylor back.
1: Listening from the other room. Like, the episode? And sometimes you could tell when things are going to be very emotional for me so he's like all the way in the other room. He's like, are you okay? Are you oh, okay?
0: Oh, I love it. the Bay.
1: I did not hear any of it at all. So he comes running right in the room. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm just making sure you're okay. And I was like, oh. yes, because I was <laughs> taking notes. And he's like, you didn't <laughs> respond. I want to make sure you respond. <laughs> oh, it's
0: amazing. I you, what becomes as just life progresses is quantity over quality. And the people that have all... um or quality over quantity, sorry, not quantity. People that have the quantity are the ones that don't have the real relationships. It's all surface level, but when you get that quality, and that's what it seems like, you know. I think I have
1: quality. I I definitely have quality over quantity.
0: Quantity people. are just like,
1: bye, bye. Um, But you know, you just want that. You want those. I want the big family. I want the father-son relationship. I just want all of those, and I feel like they look at me more as something else. So I, I'm not able to get it. And I, that frustrates me, but I definitely feel like I have qual- quality.
0: Yeah. For, and sure. sucks for those people that decided that, you know what, they were just going to pull out for such a ridiculous reason, um, which has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you. So that's that. But I do feel, how old is your, is, is your little brother?
1: My little brother is 22.
0: See, I feel like that Gen Z, they're going to save us. Like, I don't know. I have, like, such hope in Gen Z. I
1: don't know. He's a rapper.
0: Well, hello. (laughs)
1: Rapper. He's He he is my, he definitely is my favorite sibling. I just, he's so carefree. I think we relate to each other a lot because um, I think my mom also treats him the same. Like, oh, he's going to be okay. Um, I think he's going to be okay because he's always going to be with her. Like, I feel like my brother is going to follow my mom wherever she goes. If she moves Um, to Mars. He's going to be, but he also has the freedom to do whatever. Mm -hmm. Like if he was like, look, I'm going to quit my job as a rapper and I'm going to be a (laughs) chef and I'm going to like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be a mine. Like we're going to support him 125%. But we're also going to make sure that he's, like, going to be okay.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Somebody needs to pay his cell phone bills so, that can, <laughs> so we can talk Until to him.
0: Until he gets those hits popping, yeah.
1: <laughs> <can count> <laughs> um, so let's go to, uh, so she has that issue. Now she must go see her father. So after that, Giselle and Angel go out, um, and she tells, Angel's let her know, like, look, girl, you're not that girl. You don't care about me like that. And Giselle, her saying, look, look, we're just going to try to figure out things. Maybe we'll have an angel mother day um, and we'll like live life better. And she's like, it, I do love Angel because Angel said, Look, to be honest, I feel like um, Adora and Grace was lying to you anyway. Yes. I feel better. I say, You tell her.
0: hmm. You, you know tell her You tell her, right. She, I um, like what she was like. I don't like to leave the house. So, yes. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So then we got Ashley, her mom. Um, she goes to her mom's house. I, I feel like her mom lives in Maryland too, but um, she was telling her, um, is this uh, when she came in? Is this filtered water, girl? Is, are those Coronas filtered? I'm so tired of her acting like uh, alcohol is okay. Okay. And you don't know I make mean? this whole big shenanigans and all this stuff about alcohol. But you gonna ask her if the water's filtered. You know your mama living in the backwoods and in the ghetto. This water's not filtered, okay? This is tap, and you're going to drink it, and you're going to like it. And that's the mm-hmm. end of what? That. So she goes there. She wants to know more about her dad. Um, I've gone through those conversations with my mom, too. So I understood that. Now, her dad is is, is actually really, really, really different from mine because my dad, who actually is a life, he lives somewhere in Florida, who cares? But he still wants to be in contact with me, but he'll tell the rest of my because he has kids all around the world, okay? He talk about uh, the globe. Um, and he'll tell them, like, oh, Busy Blue is just so ridiculous. He won't get over the fact that I was never in this life. Um, her daddy said, blocked. <laughs> yes,
0: that block, was like-
1: block Blocked, 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 blocked. And I was like, Jesus. Hey, I just want to get to know you, blocked.
0: She had to go through her mom's account to even see him. That is cold. Oh, my God.
1: I, he, he hasn't blocked her, though. I just I just can't. I just can't. So she said she's going to go down there. She doesn't feel like it's a good thing. I did. Now that it is her mom moving on. Candace, she heads to dinner with Karen and Ray. It's a couple's night out. And they didn't invite Juan's sexy ass.
0: They did not.
1: I, and I want to fight with whatever producer cameraman or whoever didn't invite them but you know what they're part of Giselle's um team so you know you got to be careful so she said she felt um Candace feels bad about uh, fighting with Chris it was embarrassing they sit down there chatting um they're saying how you know Giselle's uh, not Giselle care to saying how she wants to make sure that Candace sees that you know marriages can't work. You know she doesn't want to see her all dusty and by herself on an island like to say, She wants to, her to know she was that, doing
0: all the shade. Yeah, she can do
1: this. <laughs> so, child, they talk about uh, babies, and she saying, Ray was like, "Look, boy, if you gonna have babies, Candace, you gonna need a bigger house." And Candace like, "Yes," yeah, and uh, uh, so I'm talking about big six bedrooms. And Cam was like, "Girl, I said six bedrooms too, but we never needed it. So, you know, let's let's move on." So that the the food comes, girl. I know what you're gonna do. (laughs) It's the food comes, and uh, just that was like, right? she picked up that oyster. What is sexy
0: about sucking an oyster when you're not even like in? We'll
1: wait, we'll wait till we're offline, Jolie. We'll we'll wait till we're offline, and I'll give you all the details.
0: But is it supposed to signify? Bodily fluids?
1: I don't want to say bodily fluids, but let's go with that.
0: Okay. Because, I mean, I, I get it's, like, oral, but, like, it's... It, well, eh, okay. Maybe I need some tips. I don't
1: know. I don't know. We'll give you what you need. Tips and um, tricks
0: after. Got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they're eating... Um Candace sings, Ray, right? Say you sound really good when you sing, unlike some people... That's when Monique, the, the friend of everyone, says. A th- speaking of people who can't sing, uh, my friend Ashley, um, she says she's feeling better. She's closer than ever. And Ken is like closer than ever. He's going to jail. What are we? What are we talking about here? Um, so let's talk about the rainbow party where it happened. Where it was the touching? Where the groping? Um, don't you have cameras in your basement? I don't. I don't, girl. Yes, you do. Um, And then after that, they talk about Chris being a potential witness. He says he was talking to Michael during it when it happened, but he didn't see anything. Blase, blase. There was something that has happened. Someone saw something. There was a camera out. And that's when they shown us the clip. Okay? Don't you... Do that okay, okay. Oh, I didn't touch your butt. Oh, he was like, Hey, he made that <laughs> hey, hey, oh, okay, please okay, don't do that. Please, don't <laughs> do that. oh, yeah, oh, 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 sorry, sorry. Uh, and uh, Shady bravo rewound it okay. Uh, don't please don't do that. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, please don't. Okay, oh, I didn't touch your butt. And now we have Jolene's next episode.
0: Mm, that was like. When they were just having the receipts and playing it back, I was like, oh, Michael Darby, you <laughs> nasty dude, you nasty, nasty dude. Okay, I didn't, 12, I
1: didn't touch your butt.
0: I I was, it was very uh, busy and it, a lot of people. And I just like, well, in his Australian accent, he's like, I, I was very, uh, uh, I was very hot. I drank a whole corona. I didn't have one to look at. So my boner was going down. Oh. and i was walking by a guy bono went back up touched his butt said no okay you know he's not- just- <laughs> <laughs> all right episode 12 goodwill haunting i love a haunted halloween themed housewives we got it for potomac we get it for uh new york a lot of times anything halloween on my tv bring me sorry Tell um the basic pumpkin spice latte inside me is like yes yeah, scare the shit out of me okay so goodwill hunt ha- haunting
1: with the so house- is this ghetto that i have to, like i have to use a restroom really quickly
0: why would that be ghetto
1: I'm just saying, well, you're going to be, you're going to be talking about this episode. Sorry. You, I'm gonna, you, know, you
0: have a natural function of your, body. <laughs> take care of it. Take care of it. Take care of it. Okay. So Goodwill haunting with the help of singer, Macy Gray, Karen and her daughter record a tribute to her parents. The, okay. Sorry guys. Um, the charges against Michael are dropped, but Katie reveals new information about Michael. So in this episode, let's go right to the Karen, um, having her daughter be introduced to Macy Gray to sing a song. So apparently Karen's daughter who I think she's pretty adorable. And I like her little talking voice. I didn't know a lot about her singing until this season. And she uh, sang when the grandparents passed away. And so she's going to go meet with Macy freaking gray, which is pretty cool. Cause apparently Karen and Macy gray are friends and she goes into the studio and she starts dropping her song. She's never been in a studio before. Karen's just so elated. She's so proud of her daughter. She's just like, yes, sing it baby. And you know, her daughter can probably sing, but it's a lot of pressure being in the studio for the first time. And also being with Macy Gray, who is like a Grammy award winning legendary singer. Um, where she was starting, you could tell the self-doubt. As someone who does a creative business with stand-up, you could tell the self-doubt she was performing in front. Of, I'm talking about Karen's daughter performing in front of Macy Gray. Oh, the, the self-doubt kick in where it's like it's good with the family, but then when you're in the studio with Macy Gray, it's like, oh, I, I can't hit that. Adult. I
1: haven't smoked enough cigarettes for that. Yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> I try to say goodbye. I love it. Oh, <laughs> my God. Y'all remember it? told by Ginger? Like what? Someone once told me the grass was much greener. Boom, boom. On the other side. Uh, uh, uh. Now I paid a visit, but it's possible I missed it. Because this grass looks exactly the same. As told by ginger was a show on Nickelodeon. Y'all put it in the comments if y'all remember, if y'all know that. It was an orange hair girl. It was a real good show. And basic gray sang the theme song for that. First of all, shout out to Tay the Bay because as I was using the restroom, um he just put the um <laughs> yeah, the sound on uh, high. I said, You better be giving us a dramatic reading, Jolie.
0: <laughs> I wasn't, but I did hear my, a little bit of my feedback, so I tried to quiet it down a little. Oh, bit. sorry. Don't be sorry. Everyone's got to go to the bathroom. Everybody pees. Everybody pees sometimes.
1: <laughs> I would they not have, to, would you have felt some type of way singing in front of me.
0: So uh, I would have felt all the type of ways, and I would have been like, Ah, no, I can't sing in front of you. I can't.
1: So I sometimes I felt like she was never sober, Macy, why what? no? I she mean was, she's just, uh, well, I just felt like she just yeah. <laughs> so I always felt like she was always smoking weed,
0: yeah, she's just like a walking edible. She's just like, <laughs> uh, I gotta say no to the marijuana. But then i, so oh, walking, man. I a brownie and a gummy. And I, I love it with my glasses on. You know, she just like. She I just like, feel like, hey, hey. Come. She's always it. wearing sunglasses. It's always sunny where I am. <laughs> Even when it's at night. Like, I love Macy. girl. Like, she's, okay. So Karen's daughter did her best. They put a bunch of vocals and people singing over. It, and it sounded so good. It's like what they did to Britney Spears. Well, it was
1: back all in her. The day. It was all her. You could tell it was all her. She, they did harmonies with her. When she hit certain things. It sounded bad.
0: Well, when she was in the studio, yeah. But when Macy fixed it.
1: It sounded bad.
0: I thought it sounded good then.
1: Yeah. Okay. Put a thumbs up and a thumbs down. I need y'all to handle this for me and Jolene. Put a thumbs up and a thumbs down. Uh, Yes uh, and a no in the comments. Did you uh, think it sounded good? Thumbs up. Did you think it sounded bad? Jump on thumbs up. I just. Jolene girl, no, that's it. amazing, like, man. I was doing this. Girl, and I don't know how sweet I wouldn't know how sweet the sound was the way that they uh chopped and screwed that thing up. It was so bad. And the way and let me tell you something, Karen. And Karen, I love you. You are one of my faves. Yes. Like Karen was like you know, I'm doing this for Macy's daughter. Um, and Macy does for my daughter. did you tell Ashley to, uh, to be around children who was age appropriate? Why you want Macy Gray to be around yours then? In season two, in season one, Ashley said, Oh, I feel like I could be a good mentor or whatever. You know, now, you need to find someone who's age appropriate. I don't want you around my daughter. Oh, but now you want Macy Gray? We smoke a pale pipe of Macy Gray to be around your daughter.
0: Well, you know, it could just be melatonin pills. Don't
1: leave us here to defend.
0: Macy Gray till the death. I try to go to bed, but I can't. I pop a melatonin over the counter. It's not addictive, you see. My world crumbles if I don't get sleep. You know, just like, (laughs) I get her. I get her. I don't care what she's taking. She's taking something right. I love her. Um, Okay, so, so far we got a, we got a, we got a,
1: a thumb down. Amen. Thumbs down. Thumbs down.
0: And uh, yeah, so I think most people probably agree with you, but I thought it was better. That was the point. So it made Karen cry. She just she's in her feelings. She's got, she's losing her parents and all that stuff. So uh, the charges
1: were hurting, but she didn't want to show her her daughter that. So she she cro- she cried through the pain, and it came off as I'm crying for my parents, but she really was like, my daughter sounds like. Her. <laughs> It is no like,
0: was i drunk at the church because that shit was <laughs> and now it is like horrible <laughs> she's like i shouldn't have drank that last bottle. <laughs> <Chardonnay. sighs> um, yeah so uh yeah poor. but i there's something about karen's daughter i find her to be adorable and her talking voice is just so cute about who Karen's daughter. I don't know
1: anything. I else. do love Karen's daughter. I. It's pretty great. Yeah, she does. I I do love Karen's daughter. She seems like she has a good head on her shoulders. She's not like a spoiled brat like at all. I feel like she she's a step above. Um, I feel like she's below Candy's daughter, Riley. Oh, right. Um, uh, with regards to like the head on her shoulder, because Riley's like, look, I don't have time for what this. <laughs> um, but she's also, she's a step below, but she's a step above, um, Cynthia's daughter who is like, um, hold on. I gotta put this on my Facebook and my Instagram.
0: She's a TikToker. She's yeah. a TikToker. Okay. Um, Haru says, I should become a ghostwriter. Well, I got the look for a girl. So. Sure, sure,
1: you can become um Giselle's ghostwriter and then <laughs> I'll be her ghost reader tag team.
0: <laughs> yes, tag team it. Okay, so the charges against Michael are dropped, but Katie reveals new information about Michael. Katie's information is that she tells Robin and Giselle, two of the worst people to tell, the green eyed bandits, this information says that Michael Darby gave his number or whatever to. The new boyfriend Jacob. I think she's
1: stupid. I think she's stupid. Yes. Okay. And
0: told Michael Derby <sighs> told him, put it in your private or put in your private. And then she says, I think Ashley's stupid. Where did that come from? I I did pick up a hint of when they were in the car going to McDonald's when she's on her phone after the fight at the knife party. Is um, he gay? Whatever. She's like, What well, is he gay? Like, I'm so annoyed with you. what's like, the what is issue with
1: you? it, girl? Who cares? I will say this, and I, I hate have- I hate to change the subject. Okay. Juan Dixon at the house, girl, because this could remember this is the party at Robin's house oh, yeah. where she's they were putting up makeup. Robin's wan so good. She yeah. did. Now she did. Now I her hairdress. Now Shirley has been good. uh burning her, her, her hair and damaging it. But during that, that's how she looked up. She had our friends that they're putting up makeup and Juan Dixon came in. Now, y'all go to the episode, right? And go to when Juan comes in, he's like, What y'all doing? Right. And She's in the kitchen. Robin's in the kitchen by herself, and Juan's on the other side with the friends looking at it. He got his hands in his pockets. And then that side view. hmm And I hate to objectify a man like this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, well, Juan he got the cake. But, okay? Juan he <laughs> got the cakes, okay? And I was looking at the episode like, one well, Dixie had the cakes, okay? One well, mix is- But Robin also has the cakes. So he's cake recognized cakes and he's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you better. What? what? You better they got the cakes. And I was looking at that scene like this. I had to pause it. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I had to thank God, okay? <laughs> Give it out to God. Glory. Because I was looking at the ceiling like, and he was like, Well, what are you what do you, you got on heels? And I was like, ah, oh, focus on me. Look this way. Break the, break the third wall. Um <laughs> Uh, it was just, it was just so. Oh, I, 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 uh.
0: It was so good that both Giselle and Katie were like, "We want to thrupple.
1: We want a. She said, well, we can give them a threesome first. I'll totally do one with." Katie
0: her. was like taking her wig off. She's so, like, "I'm ready." Like she was. And just you
1: just know like, what's funny is that in Atlanta, uh, you remember how all the girls was like, uh, because um, Kenya was like to Phaedra when her first season. If you could pick uh any of your friends for a threesome. Which one would it be? And if they use that against Kenya as a how dare you, you're a whore, you're this and that. And that led to um her being this whore the whole time. Well, you're asking my husband if he wants to... you're asking me if I would give my husband a threesome. This is when there was in Anguilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were on the pool, and Kenya was asking, you know, Phaedra, how would you da-da-da? Uh, this one. Why is Giselle not a whore? Not that she needs to be called one, but she could be, I but... because they're
0: real friends and there's a trust issue. There's, tr- there's a trust there, but with Phaedra and Kenya, there wasn't a real friendship built yet, and Kenya was known to be kind of come in there and shake things up.
1: Apollo so, don't got nothing on the no Juan Dixon.
0: Apollo was never attractive.
1: Apollo oh, girl, I know you tell them a lot. I know, now, you don't open up that background and show those little palm trees... But, girl, what now, Apollo could get it, too. Starting no. The first season?
0: And, no. Well, I guess I've just seen him now so angry in the garage and
1: going through all that stuff and all his BS. Oh, when the- he had the choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Yeah. Oh, Apollo during that season where he hit um Kenya's no. friend, though. He was about to fight. And, and that, oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> So let, okay, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. But why Dixon was looking so good during this episode with that hair that was so good. He looks so good.
0: Cam um, says, what have I missed with the cakes? This has gone over my head.
1: Okay, so the cakes is slang term for the glutes. Mm-hmm. You see how I did that? The cakes is the is a slang term for the glutes. <laughs> ah. So us youngins, we say like Jolene and I, we say glutes. I mean, we say cakes, cakes. but we're meaning we're meaning those. I don't got the cakes, mm-hmm. but we're meaning your gluteus maximus or whatever it's called. You got it? with PE people, do no, the the glutes. Oh, listen, the 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 part that uh uh Ashley's husband will be grabbing. From individuals, we let's make it relatable. The parts yeah. that Ashley's husband, without will be consent, grabbing, I'll be grilling.
0: With- <laughs> that is the cakes. He is a, a cake taker. He just comes in and ruins the cakes. He puts his Freddy Krueger business on it, <laughs> and they're like, "You murdered my cakes!" Like that's what he does. He comes in your night at, in in your dreams, goes in your bed and grabs down your cakes. You're like, ah, without,
1: without consent, without consent, never no consent. <laughs> no, sorry, doesn't. So, no, those are what the <laughs> Those are what they are Go ahead, go ahead. So yeah.
0: they have, I mean, I would Like if I had to, let me ask Busy this If you had to pick one of the Potomac <laughs> Housewives To be with
1: <laughs> Okay <laughs> Oh, Jolie You are on fire today I promise you, you oh, are on fire today
0: I feel like you are Who would you pick uh, out of the Potomac Housewives To be with
1: If you had to are you serious? Mm-hmm. I'll say who I would. Potomac Housewife. Hands down, Juan Dixon. You Hands... know, no. housewife. Oh, if, if I had to pick Juan. Oh, Giselle. Right. Giselle. Giselle.
0: Who do you think I'd pick?
1: Karen? No,
0: Karen's more motherly. That would be a little incestuous. <laughs> Who'd you pick?
1: Robin. You know what? Because you need a man by his side. I- <laughs> <laughs> you I like...
0: Robin is beautiful. I love them. Big shoulders. You talk about my family. Oh, you heard a podcast about me. Go so down for me. I like her short hair. I like when she had a
1: man by your side, Jolene. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you need a man by your side. We all do. We all do. You need a man by your side. I would pick Karen, not because of the motherly aspect. She's just, I need no theatrics any drama she's I, gonna suck your tongue that's gonna be so gross I don't want my tongue suck uh, no I feel like she's oh, she's gonna be actually she's gonna bring me to things that I'm like oh my god this is not gonna be fun and we're just gonna have so much fun I'm gonna yeah. be a hands-up Teddy Graham
0: she she's the best friend she's the best friend she's the BFF she's I she gives me laughs joy but I go home to Robin.
1: no and enough I, first of love. all I feel like Wait. you really go home to Giselle Cause Giselle, I feel like Giselle know how
0: to. Well, I would have to like. Oh, okay. You
1: feel? Like- I feel like Giselle. Will, she will give you the back it up. Okay, I feel like Giselle. <laughs> I, I feel like Giselle would know how to give you the okay. But I would want. I Karen is taking care of the home. At least someone who's who's going out there. This is respect. Here. Us Potomac, we've earned our place. We've earned us. <laughs> I want someone who is. I'm I'm very traditional in those aspects, um, and I feel like Karen is the one that will give me all of the. I just I will go home to Karen.
0: Mm, yeah. Well, Kim doesn't agree with my choice. Um, no one does,
1: Kim. No one does, Kim.
0: does. and he says Robin is a beautiful woman. Oh no!
1: So what is this W O in front of the? Did she make a mistake? Oh no! Oh. No. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. Do not talk about my woman. Okay. So, um, <laughs> charges against Michael. I drop. busy blue <laughs> is spitting out his drink right now. Um, Katie reveals the information. I'm trying to think what else Help me out. Busy tag team. This.
1: Oh week. God. I don't remember this episode. Okay. okay. So,
0: so good. Well, okay. Sorry. It's Juan Dixon's 40th birthday. That's duh. Jillian, you oh so oh my God. First of all, this so so excited. Uh,
1: Markov's. So I've been to this play before, right? It looks scary. One, I don't want to say one of. It's the. It's, first of all, it looks exactly like what you guys seen on television, okay. but scarier in person. Um, so all of the fight, like they really did that well. Like whoever filmed that, whoever was whoever wasn't yeah. the one who got his butt squeezed, but whoever filmed that um episode or was there. They did an amazing job. It's just like that. No jokes. It's just like that. Um, and you're driving up to, remember when Ashley was like, why is it so dark? That's exactly how it is when you're driving up there. I remember I was going on a date. I was on a date. This was about years ago, way before I met, um, my partner. Yeah. Way, 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 way before that. Um, way before the partner, before him. Um, and we were driving up and this is, this really sucks. I wonder if he's watching this. Um, but, um, he gave me like an edible. Mm -hmm. before so we're like trying to drive up to this place and i'm like i'm the driver and i'm thinking am i going the right way and i'm like really scared i'm already i don't think i should pull over it was just not the perfect it was just not the right way um but you're driving up and it's just dark and and and, but there's signs that are like keep going like you're going but they're like getting scary and scary as you're going are you sure you want to keep going? Like, are you? And you're just driving, and it's just this dark, just this one way. As soon as you get there, though, you open it up, you see this fire coming from somewhere, like the fire that's in the middle. Mm-hmm. I oh my, I'm, I just it, it, it's so much fun, and they have like six or seven different attractions, and then they have some outside of it, which is where they went to do like the end they of have the party. Haunted him, right? Up. No, they don't do haunted hay rides. Those are more family friendly. Sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, no one's talking to you, Sam. <laughs> but um, it was like it was really good. Like it was really, really, really good. So um, they do do that. Who gets the first?
0: Uh, Who gets their first is Giselle. Who gets their second is Ashley Darby and Michael Darby. Who gets their third is Candace and Chris. Isn't it crazy how Michael Darby comes to the events for Juan? Isn't it the hottest person on the cast? Michael Darby can just come out of his hiding. He can just come out of everyone's nightmares and come back into the light and say, hey, Juan. And he's just like, hey, man. You know, they're like, he's like, thanks for those words of wisdom. And, you know, Juan. I think was-
1: he's sleeping with him. I'm telling you, I think he's gay for pay. I really think that Juan is getting money from him.
0: one is Juan so chill with this dude who's clearly creepy AF? I know. What's going on?
1: Yeah, uh, Didn't uh, Robin say uh, um, I wasn't going to say anything until Michael. Called Juan and said, Have your wife stop talking about me? That's when I had to tell Juan Ooh. what happened. Why does he have his number? Because the other, the Christians seem like they're out of the loop, but they don't have each other's numbers. I know he definitely doesn't have Ray's number because Ray's like, uh, Why did you move up the? We
0: Michael asked for numbers because he even got Jacob's number, the new boyfriend to Katie. So this is how he moves, and they're probably like, "Oh yeah, cool." He's probably like, "We're gonna, we're going to go snowboard and
1: uh, Foster's Australian for beer." Drink oh, yeah, you, thank know. you so much for coming. Oh, you look yeah. good. Oh, you look good. No, no, seriously, thank you. You look good. You do- oh, y'all go camping, right? Oh yeah, I don't do the camping thing. Oh, you, you camp or y'all? I love Giselle because Giselle kept it going. Let's let's get back to when they first got there. Giselle was like, oh, uh, so what happened? Yeah. What do you mean, what like, happened?
0: So you're charged for a drug? congratulations. You're not gonna and they're like, uh, 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 and they're like, Can you can you say the sense? It's crazy that you'd even talk about it. It's like you were just on the news, bro. Everyone's gonna be talking about it. What are you like? Oh, these two. He came in his baby gap shirt, and I was just like, Listen, go home, baby gap. He was trying to show
1: what his goods.
0: Yeah. He was all extra tight. And then, you know, Ash is there. She's looking a mess because all the stress is just getting like holding all this in and pretending this isn't an issue is really eating her up. And, um, then Michael's is like, well, I'm going to go be scared now. You know, he wants to go be in a coffin because he kind of looks coffin-ish. That was,
1: I did not like that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just not a, I'm not a fan of death like that. And just, don't put me in a coffin and you get your raggedy ass out of the coffin. I just, I'm not, I don't, I just, I, I'm not. Jolie, I'll slap the shit out of you if you try to go into the coffin. I just, I just could not. Mm-hmm. I'm not one. Oh, film me. Take a picture of me in this coffin. No. I did
0: do that in this small town in Arizona. Open. I had my mom take a picture of me, but the coffin was open and I stood up. I'm a ghost. Uh, <laughs> I'm haunting your world, like Kem said. There's
1: ghosts. I just don't. I, I I can't play with death like that. And I just, I just get. Uh, now, Michael, we can close it up. And was like,
0: in. "I'm afraid to close it." And we're like, "Close it! Close it! Lock it up! Lock it up! it! It's, okay. it's okay. <laughs> On top of mysteries episode, what happened to Michael Darby? Nobody cares. Nobody cares.
1: <laughs> oh, it's not top. The place is closed.
0: Yeah, wait, um, wait. a long time ago. It's uncared for. So, um, so yeah. So then they go into the haunted house. You know, we have the juan Michael interaction. Everyone is scared. I love how Chris just takes off a can. It's like, "Where's my husband?" And it looks super scary. But one. Is so happy in this episode. He genuinely seems to be like
1: wait, Jolene, Robin. Don't Paul- you want to come down here for October? We could do this on a screen. Don't you want to come down here, in October? We can go there. I mean, I don't know how bad Rona will be like, during that time, but I, I I have several masks, and if it's if it is open, can I force you to come? I'll buy the tickets. You you will see
0: Jolene scream i go through the haunted homes just like i think it was ashley just like this ah! you know it's like i want to be scared but i also scream because i make Chell take me to like haunted um uh like six flags when they do the haunted stuff and stuff and they jump out at you and then i get oh yeah. no i was like karen when she flipped off that one guy and she was just like
1: so not- is that a yes or is that a no? <sighs>
0: we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Um, depending on the Rona, I see, definitely want they something. say do it, Jolene. I know. Well, I did. I'm if I, I'm seeing how fall is because I have to go see my family. So maybe on the way.
1: They don't like you like that.
0: <laughs> they love me like that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Well, I'm family too. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'll see you you know, I see that. I mean, feel I- like th- there was a DNA test that was taken. And I feel like I'm your brother.
0: Oh my god.
1: Oh my god. (laughs) This makes
0: so much sense. Sis,
1: you have to come (laughs) down.
0: Well, I'll hit the Midwestern family and then I hit the East Coast family.
1: Yeah, sis, you have to come. You have to come, sis. We're we're related. I know. And you know, and dad tried to hide it, but there's no much there's not much you can do now.
0: Nope. Mm-mm.
1: I got well, a blood test and it says that I am yeah. 99.8% your brother.
0: You are the father. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So you guys, I'm going to get Jolene to come with me and mm-hmm. we're going to give you guys an episode of us go- going there. Like I'm telling you, Jolene is just like that. It's just like the episode.
0: Ah! I'll be so scared, but it'll be fun. Uh, so then they go into the, like the little party area that they've had, and and Juan looks like I said he's like kissing on Robin, hugging. Her. Robin's parents are there. If I was Robin's parents, I'd be like, Juan, we need to talk. Enough. You're forty. No back and forth. No. Back and I forth.
1: wouldn't. I'll be saying, you know what? Do whatever you want to. If I was his, if I was the mother, I don't know how the daddy felt, but I'll say, you know what? Do whatever <laughs> you want to. You want? I have a spot in my bed. And it, <laughs> Oh, me and the Dad don't. Reach I love y'all. I think y'all underestimate how how much I feel for Juan. I'm telling you, Juan could do. I don't. I cannot think of something that Juan could do to me where I would leave him. Like I cannot think of something that he could do to me that I would leave him. I think I, he could burn down this whole house right now. To anybody in it, and I have to say, if he will say, "I just did it to be with you," okay.
0: One is so hot, but no, not like, no, I can't have you burn down my life just because you look good in a hat. And he you, is the life. Yeah,
1: I can't. I can't. Well, oh, we, we're going to agree to disagree.
0: We're going to agree to disagree. Also, people have commented so many times about this chair and they said it looks
1: creepy, and I love the chair. Yeah, it's my mother in law's chair, so I think really? it's okay. Now, Jolie, be careful! It's going to eat you. No, it, be careful! You turn it alive morning. at night. Ah. It's coming <laughs> for you.
0: <laughs> we gotta do like the whole month of October. I feel like we have to do like Halloween themed lives,
1: where it's just like do do. We just Wait, are we gonna be doing October ones? Do you think? What do you mean? Should we be doing... Because, first of all, we're not going to be able to get through this whole season. <laughs> we're, we are crazy if we thought we were. And I feel like the people who are in this... Tammy, know, Tammy Comet, she know, Kim, no. Denise, no. Odell, no. Tammy's Bonnie.
0: offering to go with you. She's like, if Jolene's not going, I will go.
1: Tammy, let me tell you something. I take a lot of people seriously... Okay, and I will find where you live and drag you out your house myself, and we will go. That'll be the haunted house right there before we get to the haunted house. (laughs) Don't tip me with a good time. Bonnie, no. Haru, no. Haru, no. I'm just saying, we may not get to where we need to be. So should we be doing these every Wednesday once the show starts? Because if
0: if if our favorite
1: show starts on Sundays like it's supposed to start, we won't. I don't even know when we'll have time to review this show.
0: Maybe we should start just picking some of our favorites. Like, because there's a couple episodes I feel like we could skip. Okay. And, you know, I think I'm going to put you because, okay, so here's the deal. We just did episode 12. Juan had a good birthday. There was drama between the ladies,
1: which was he, so He good. looked good and, during the whole entire thing. Right? We gave Juan his episode that he so truly yes. deserved. And Juan, let me know. And me and Jolie will oh. lick whatever part of you, <laughs> that you need.
0: But the juxtaposition of then him talking to the guys and the guys are just like, oh, he's a, you know, uh, Freddy Krueger was like, yo, i take you to the slopes. And then, you know, we talked about <laughs>
1: yeah. And then You're doing like- the best, Michael, in the world. I'm telling you, I've watched a lot of reviews. <laughs> Darlene, <laughs> you do the best, Michael,
0: ever. Let's do the most annoying person I can think of. So <laughs> we're already at episode. So now we only have 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. And uh, let's see the- wait. Jolene, did you do the math on that, right? Yeah. So 19, 20, and 21 is reunion. So that could be done in one. So really, we just have one, two, three, four, five, six regular episodes left. And when are we, what are they starting in two weeks?
1: Yep. August 2nd. Okay. So, well, sorry, next week.
0: We'll be able to do, yeah, maybe we can skip a couple and then just do the reunion all in one, not break it down. Let's
1: just just do the reunion and Some of, you know what, let's do this. Remember how we did one through three? Yeah. Um. Let's do next week. It'll be the rest of the episodes.
0: Okay. And we'll just shoot them out quicker.
1: And are we going to be doing this throughout the season? Well, throughout the season, we'll do it weekly.
0: So we'll only be covering one episode a week. So we're going to be able to get so meaty.
1: But Wednesdays are, what days are we going to do?
0: What day is the show on? Sundays?
1: Sundays.
0: We might have to – well, I won't be able and to – And
1: you know it. what's on Sundays.
0: I know. And we got
1: – And what's on
0: Wednesdays and
1: Thursdays.
0: Oh, shit. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't catch what you were dropping down. Yes. Are you copying what I'm pasting? Oh, my God. Girl needs to go to bed at a normal hour. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking – we didn't get this done, but he's like our favorite show. And I'm like, yeah, Potomac. But I forgot that you guys have been dropping hints in the chat. And I'm sorry I had to overlook them. And I didn't mean to ignore it. I just wanted to get through Potomac. But apparently Busy Blue, Julie Chen, has been tweeting while we were live. And apparently BB22 is a go, you guys are saying?
1: Exactly.
0: Is it for real? Yes. Did she say it?
1: Yes. Yes. I'm gonna cry. Are you for uh, uh, can, can we not do this here? I need us to try. To, let's stay on task, Jolene. We're done with that. We're. Oh we just- <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! Okay, so we have this because the people need to know. Are you? Well,
0: know what? Oh, when we're gonna? T- Did <laughs> you Fred really tweet that? That it's for sure. We. I can't. I can't breathe. <laughs>
1: He's like doing this live.
0: I'm sorry, you guys. It's like, it is my everything. So
1: we have to, so we have to, because Wednesdays and Thursdays and Sundays are the days in which. I was going to say Mondays. What do your Mondays look like?
0: Mondays are 90 Day with Nana, and I have a show on TV Co. Tuesdays, I do a show on TV Co, and I do a show with Miranda. Wednesdays, I do my show with you. Thursdays, I do BBAU with Sarah, but that'll be ending soon. So we could do Thursday.
1: I don't Thursday's exactly.
0: a fiction episode.
1: Exactly. I think we need to figure out Nana. Now look at me, Nana. As Jolene starts to figure out what she, before she starts to cry, Nana. Look at me, Nana. Nana, first of all, you know I love you. I've always loved you. Since the beginning of the time. And we also just found out that I'm your illegitimate son. So we may need Mondays. And then we could talk about this offline. She's gonna send you my garden.
0: Oh shit! Oh, what about? Well, well, maybe maybe Tuesday because I feel like Tuesday is
1: very far away from now. Sunday is the day the Potomac comes on. The the latest we can do is the latest we can do is Tuesday.
0: Yeah, and I feel like me and Miranda are still trying to figure out what we're gonna do next because the challenge just ended. So her and I have a little wiggle room. Um,
1: maybe Nana may we may have to switch days.
0: I got yeah, but well, okay, we'll see, we'll see. Because Monday gonna... would be the,
1: well, I don't know because I'll probably have to watch uh Monday's ep- Sunday's episode on Monday,
0: yeah. So that's the thing, we got too many shows, so I feel like Tuesday's a better day. Tuesday, or Tuesday's a
1: better day, you're right, you're right. Now, you're I'm
0: right. gonna turn the volume on this Julie Chen tweet because.
1: Is it? it's
0: Taylor Swift? But I don't get what she's saying. What's going on? I don't know about you. 22
1: season 22.
0: She's is she trolling? She needs to just say, Yes, it's going. Why? She-
1: I uh, first of all, she, she would have said that about her husband. We need to take whatever we can get from Julie Chen, and we're having a season. Oh my god can't breathe. This I is- know you got your hair right of your face. She's I ready. I feel
0: like somebody just... All right, so let's, let's end, end this episode because
1: I know that Jolene needs to do her big brother thing. And you guys, <laughs> I promise I'm going to start doing big brother videos. Someone just texted me was like, look, get it together. So I said, I'm going to, but let's get, let Jolene get it to the spirit. Oh, 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 no, just one of my friends. Just one of our friends. Oh, I need okay. to get it together. Yeah, I need to get it together and start doing my big brother videos. Yes, I will start. Busy.
0: Busy, make sure everyone subs to Busy Blue. We need you, Busy. We need your voice. Yeah, I'm
1: just Give not that voice. girl like that. Y'all know, Jolie knows. I wait till the show starts. I'm not. I'm just not one of those. Um, no, do a preseason. Do a preseason. Start it now. Do it I'm now. Start the pre- <laughs> In the
0: algorithm. In the algorithm. She's I will bug me. you till you do. I will bug you. <laughs> Uh, We're going to do crossover lives on each other's channels to promote. So it's going to be good. But start, record one.
1: I will. So next episode of Potomac is going to be the rest of the season. Yes. Um, How we feel about it? Because August 2nd is oh. going to be the premiere. And everyone will be watching the premiere. I'll slap every single one of you. Okay? Me and Tammy. <laughs> Me and Tammy. Me and Tammy comment. She going to hit you like a comet. Me and Tammy going to slap all of y'all, okay, one by one. And we're going to line y'all up. And Miss Price going to do it with us. Oh, Leslie said hey from (laughs) Fisher. Leslie Leslie's going to slap y'all with us. It's going to be me, Leslie, Tammy, and Miss Price. We all going to slap y'all one by one. Oh, Kim, too. <laughs> uh, We're we, all y'all gonna slap. We're we, we gonna slap all y'all one by one if y'all not watching. See, Tammy says she got my back. Okay, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna slap y'all and then she got my back so she gonna slap. that too. Um, but See, make sure you guys are watching
0: earlier. I, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, so make sure you're watching us. We're gonna um sum it all up, like like busy said. He was uh, Jolene is ready it. to get her video popping. I like, well, it it was working all day. And then I did a quick meeting before we went live with my, my dear friend who were working on a project. So I haven't been plugged in and I'm like, had I known, I wouldn't be able to focus probably, but I didn't know. I'm like going to put my
1: pants. Uh, Breaking news. You guys, thank you so much for watching us today. Ashley's husband is groping. Everybody's behind. (laughs) juan dixon had the best behind out of all of these episodes monique <laughs> you need to figure out what your real friends look like or who your real friends are ashley girl divorce no stay, stay with your husband because we need the money karen we love you candace williams side giselle get a storyline and keep producing and um who's the last person robin you have a future wife right here because she wants to be with you just you need to start talking about my husband juan dixon come to me we about to go get busy, and everybody stay busy. This is not her, uh, her closing line, but it's fine. Until next that. time. Bye, guys. See you later.